Yo, what's good? It's your boy, the franchise, and I'm here with my tag team partners, my brothers, Flawless, Joey V, and my boy K Breezy, aka Two Cold Kimbro. And we present to you the Generational Wrestling Podcast. It's about to go down. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Dinner with a Western Podcast. And as always, it's yours truly, the 26-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, a.k.a. the Soul Stopper. And next to me to the left of me, as always, we have the human encyclopedia of Western. <laughs> I tried. Oh, my God. How do you say wrestling? Wesley, Flawless Doe V, aka the Flawless Phenomenon Doe V, and across the way as always, he is the Carmel Corded, the Last Ended, Teddy Pendergrass, aka Mister Mister One Two Three. Pinned that down. K Weezy, aka Thuko Chimbro. <laughs> and the three of us make the collective note in the dinner with a Western podcast. It's about to go down. Can't we just start us off, man? <laughs> start us off. <laughs> you, you was a- start off the podcast. So <laughs> I went it on you. We don't get paid by the minute, can't we? <laughs> oh my god, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Yeah, we're. I'm sorry. He is who he is. We love him anyway. Uh, <laughs> this fool, man. Okay. Um, Monday Night Raw, man. What a show. Um, it had some highlights. Uh, wow. Whew. You gotta forgive me, man. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I need a drink. It was, it was a little bit of a fundamental delay, but don't worry, we are back. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Technical. Oh, my God. All right, man. So, Rollins kicks off Raw, <clears throat> comes out, you know, talking mm-hmm. about he lost the titles. And it wasn't Braun's fault. It wasn't his fault. It was their fault. They right, lost. Right, and Then they had to have the match, which was actually a pretty good, decent match. You know, we, we, we covered that in the review. Uh, <laughs> and as he's talking... <clears throat> well, we get the favorite part of the show. Every everything we look forward to. We got the Firefly Funhouse. Yes, sir. We got Bray Wyatt coming out and and talking. Up, well, you know, Seth also brought up the fact well, he that he didn't come out. He was on screen. He, well, well, not Bray, but Seth before oh, yeah. Bray came out. He was talking about after he beat right. Bron, how he didn't even really get a chance to celebrate because he got jumped from behind from the fiend, which was awesome. That 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 was just a perfect end to a pay per view. Right, right. Uh, <clears throat> so. Fiend comes on the screen. I'm mean, not a fiend. Bray Wyatt, yes, Firefly Funhouse comes on the screen. You know, he talks about, you know, <laughs> Yowie Wowie and how he's he's happy that the Fiend got to come say hello to, you know, Seth Rollins and all that and, and, and forgiveness and all this other stuff. But, guys, w- w- I love the way the show started. Right, right. I, I actually like the way, and I'm going to give him props this week. I'm not going to bury him. 
Seth Rollins learned to sell a little bit. What? He actually, he actually I said a little. You know, you know, Seth Can't Rollins. Baby baby, yeah, 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 baby <laughs> steps, baby steps, real, real baby steps. But he actually looked concerned. He yeah. actually looked, you know, like man, I need to. What, what's going on? A little shocking. So right. flawless. I bring it to you, man. Since you're on vacation, you chilling, you just doing nothing. Uh, <laughs> what did you think, man? When the show opened up, man? So I love Bray's promo. Now I know some people. Like on these websites, don't like Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. They don't like his character. Uh-huh. Y'all are stupid if you don't, because this thing is gold and money. Uh-huh. This is like a diamond. So I loved Bray talking about him. You forgive, but you never forget. Uh-huh. Seth, you made some mistakes in the past too. Does that seem concerned? My favorite part was <coughs> Rambling Rabbit. You better run! Man, man. <laughs> I mean, just like, like he adds his two cents and like telling everybody, "Get away, get away, run! You which, better win." Which pisses off Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but when Bray said, "You never know, he might be here tonight later on in the show," right. and the crowd pops mm, for super, that, super it just cool. lets you know he's so over. And I think they—I can speak for myself and right. a lot of people, the fiend. People want the fiend to win. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and it might be maybe by, by domination. Mm. I can see that. And hell yeah. in a cell. And it makes perfect sense to have that match. Nah, it really does. Mm. Yeah. Franchise, man. Uh, pretty much I agree with what Flawless said. Uh, to piggyback off that a little bit, I like how there were multiple segments of the fiend. Uh, well, not, excuse me, of Bray Wyatt in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was just going to be like that one segment. And then, you know, when he said, you know, well, I'm looking for new friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to have him do something the next week. But then you just kept seeing every couple of segments he popped up with something mm-hmm. different, you know, pretending to Seth. So I thought that was cool. I liked it a lot. And uh, like Flawless said, man, he's very entertaining. And it's I haven't seen one bad thing yet on the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, and, I, and I like how he is just as entertaining as – the Mr. Rogers character as he is the actual fiend. The Mr. Rogers character to me is just psychotic at his best. Yeah. So sociopath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just at his best. And 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 the thing I like about that also is it's very believable. Mm. Like when I'm, when I'm when I'm looking at him, I don't I don't look at a character. Right. I look at like this dude really seems like he's really off. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what really makes me connect to the character even more is because there's really people who are just like this. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you can't really tell if he's actually playing or like, damn, is he really like kind of a little right. loony to himself? Right. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, great start to the show. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> Hands down for me, anything, and every time he showed up or anything involving him mm-hmm. was the best part about the show. Right. There were a few things that were like two and three, but yeah. Yeah, overall that was yeah that was that was the top of the show for me. Uh, next up, uh, man, we got some tag team summit, uh, which ended up turning into Braun just kind of re-dominating himself as the monster. Uh, he beat up both tag teams uh, from Raw and SmackDown. Then we got um, Bliss and Cross. You know they're talking trash in the back. Uh, you know doing what they do, sipping their cup of coffee or whatever they um, whatever they were drinking. And then we got a six man tag uh, with. Cedric Alexander, the Viking Raiders, the OC, 
the United States champion, you know, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. This wasn't a bad six man tag match. Right. I I liked it. It 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 was basic, I guess, as far as just you know move for move, who does what, when, where, you know, all that good stuff. The thing I did not like, and I'm sure Flawless can kind of hint, you know, maybe speak on it a little bit, is the this seemingly burial of Cedric Alexander. <clears throat> Just it's like man, you know, you saw him getting a nice little push. You saw him having nice little matches, and it's not like he won all those matches. You right, know, he right. lost more than he won, but he, he was good. getting over. He looked it good. Right. Flawless man. Any insight to why there may be uh, this all of a sudden down on uh, Cedric Alexander? Yes. So Heyman is high on uh, is very high on Cedric Alexander. Like, Heyman loves him, wants to push him. But Vince wants to bury him. That's why he went out, he was on the kickoff show mm-hmm. and got squashed like that. But why does he, like, what did he, okay, does he have backstage heat? No. It's just that Vince, Vince doesn't like cruiserweights. You know oh. Vince's philosophy, even in, like, the early 90s, Land of the Giants. But Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels changed that. Like, you had to go in a different direction. And you would think those two would, would at least instill something in him to where he would at least, okay, yeah, I do like my big guys, but I can't ignore these mm. little guys. These I, I had two of the greatest right. to ever do it. I mean, you could say three, Kurt Angle, four, Eddie Guerrero. Like, even though they might have came from WCW, but when they got there, you had smaller yeah, guys that like, put on great matches. Like Rey Mysterio, Chris Jericho, they right. st- and Eddie Guerrero, they all started out as cruiserweights. Uh, definitely those two. Yes. But, and, but Vince, still in his ways, does not like the little guys, cruiserweights, even though he put on good matches with Drew McIntyre. Been put on good matches. I think it's going to be a Heyman and Vince clash yeah. when mm-hmm. this comes to the creative thing. So was, And I think Vince just needs to step back and let Paul do his job. Paul will make a star out of Cedric, mm-hmm. like he's done in ECW, and even when he was the lead writer of SmackDown. Right. And SmackDown has never, I'm going to say this again, I keep harping on it, SmackDown has never achieved the same ratings as they did when Heyman was in charge. And they probably never will. I mean, they might go into Fox, but it'll be very hard to get those same ratings. On a consistent basis that they were doing it on. Almost definitely. I agree with that. Well, if we're going to talk about um, the cruiserweights and Vince not being a fan of the cruiserweights, my thing is, you know, if I'm Vince or if I'm WWE, Mark Carano, whoever, what's the point of even hiring smaller talent if you're just going to bury the smaller talent? Because you, obviously you're hiring them because you're not just going to make it unless you are just you just have that look, whether you're male or female. Mm-hmm. WWE isn't going to hire you just to hire you. Obviously they know you can wrestle, you can do something in the ring. Right. So my thing is, what's the point of buying up all this talent, man, if you're not going to use them? Cedric Alexander, okay, yeah, by definition because of his weight he might be a cruiserweight but he's a jacked looking dude you get what i'm saying mm, yeah. he's not like just some skinny 205 dude no he a jack dude if you want to go at the cruiserweight thing okay buddy murphy he was a cruiserweight at one point i mean yeah he a couple pounds heavier now uh, well, still a cruiserweight chad gable but they're not using well, okay they're, but they're in, in fairness they're not using buddy murphy like they use him for that little minute right. but we ain't seen him since and prior to that even though it's it was said that he wanted the time off to kind of you know get himself in more in a better shape He's still putting a dig to these cruiserweights. And then, like, historically, like Flawless said, you have guys like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, 
Um, and now even more recently, you guys like CM Punk, Owen Daniel Hart. Bryan, Owen, Owen Hart. Hart. Exactly. You 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 have guys AJ Styles for example. Yeah. These guys aren't big guys at all, at all. You know, but they are some of your best performers. And not only is Cedric Alexander a cruiserweight, but he's a guy who can check all three boxes. When you watch the Cedric Alexander match, this is a guy that he can cut a decent promo. He's a hell of an athlete. And on top of that, he gets a reaction from the fans. Yeah, he does. Most definitely. So, you know, I think, honestly, man, if I'm WWE, if I'm Vince, you got to put personal aside. Okay, you might not like it, but look at what your viewers are watching. You know, NXT, I think Triple H has done a great thing. with that. We're going to get into that, but I think Triple H is doing a great thing right now. Right. And I think if Vince truly does not want Cedric to be a main superstar, you know what, Cedric? I go to 205, man. No, like, well, like it's Daniel. Not his choice. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah. Not the, the thing with Daniel Bryan and CM Punk is WWE didn't want to push him. Right. But the fans just kept harping on him. So they did push him. It's <clears throat> like... Paul Heyman was a big believer in Punk. Yeah. And, you know, guided him along. Because he was supposed to be a Paul Heyman guy for Brock came Yeah, in, right? he was. Okay. He, he was like, I mean, well, no, after Brock. After Brock. After Brock, because like Brock came in 02. Yeah. But, like, like Heyman was the first one that took Punk under his ring. Because Punk left ROH, came to WWE. WWE tried to bury him in ECW and not do a lot of stuff with him. Right. But the fans right. loved him, and they knew him from ROH. Mm-hmm. And he got over the fans just need to know, like, the fans are getting behind Cedric. Go yeah, with it. Absolutely. It's like what Cody Rhodes has been saying yeah. with AEW. The fans are probably going to dictate where we go. Oh, yeah. We may go in one direction, yeah. but the fans may guide us in a different direction. Yeah. And that's what you want. And speaking of that, too, now you have a war. It's not like when it was just WWE was a long show and you can kind of just, you know, mm-hmm. screw the fans. You guys are going to know. Guess what? If you don't listen to us... Guess what? I'm going to turn the channel. I got something else to watch. Mm-hmm. And my thing is with Vince, you're all about the money. Okay, you might not like the smaller guys, but clearly this guy's getting a reaction. Clearly this guy can do some stuff in the main event. You have money not only in this guy. You don't have to put the title on mm-hmm. right away, but think what you can do with the merchandise. Like the guy, is he's ready to go. Yeah. And it's crazy to see that you're letting your own, you know, ego get in the way of that because you like big dudes. I mean, sorry to tell you, but... This audience, this generation, we don't have the, what is it, the focus to always watch a couple of big dudes. Sometimes you want to see doo-doo 10 flips. That might not be your style, but that's that's where the industry is right now. Mm -hmm. But, you know. I mean, AEW's got smaller guys. Yeah. And they're doing good things with them. Absolutely. But they're they're also trying to establish something that WWE hasn't been establishing, and that's good quality wrestling and, and, and character development. Everybody, not yeah. just whoever yeah. Vince likes this month. Even though WWE says no, we're not at war. You're at it's war. A war. It's a war. I oh, mean, yeah, Kenny war. Omega's comments when he said but, about NXT was just. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> he didn't want to admit it when it was WCW. He's not gonna do it now. Yeah. So it is what it is. But uh, before we get on to the next topic, which was some a little bit of twenty four seven action, <laughs> well, not even action yet, just uh, just some stuff going on. Uh, another wicked Styles clash. From the middle rope, yeah. Um, it, I hate to see it on him, but it looked beautiful. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I, I just love the way AJ's when he just hit a style clash. I, I, 
it's like, ooh, that looked awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but the, I, I thought I wanted to make sure. He got quite a bit of distance on that thing, too, man. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Such a make sure his hands were locked. Like, hey, you <laughs> noticed that, too? Right. Like, he was holding on for dear life. I'm like, ooh. Like, oh, Willie. But uh, <laughs> moving on, man, we got the 24-7 stuff. Uh, Truth is there at the um, – Women's national, uh, no, I'm sorry, not women's national. The college basketball team, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, uh, they're walking around, seeing the sights, you know, looking at everything, and then a familiar face walks God. up. Man, this guy, you know, he looks familiar. He sounds Corporate familiar. <laughs> uh, you know, he. I couldn't put my finger on who he was, but I, I, I just, he, he just had this, this something about him. Right, right. And you know, he introduced himself, but he ends up being the mayor of the city. And yes. and truth thinks he's Larry Bird and the president. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, Larry Bird. Right. And then of course, uh, the mayor, he offers, you know, truth, the tour of the city, yeah. you know, to, you know, uh, kind of show him the sights. And Carmela kind of seems, you know, she's a little weary of it. Yeah. And you know, that, I thought that was, you know, a little back and forth, you know, between our truth and of course, you know, uh, Jacob, uh, what's his name? Glenn Jacobs. Glenn Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn Jacobs. I, I I thought it was a little nice little back and forth. I mean, any you 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 got anything to say? Flawless? You good? You you? <laughs> no, it was just it was just stupid. All right. <laughs> you good? Right, yeah, cool. I mean, it, it it was nice to see Mr. Glenn Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to see Mr. Glenn yeah, Jacobs yeah. come out. And then, my God, man, what we got next? This was flawless favorite moment of the show. Uh oh, who we got? Who we got? This was the match. That he had been waiting for for three weeks. This is the tournament. This is the guy he betted on. Okay, he didn't tell you this, but I found out, man. He betted on Baron Corbin. He's a secret Baron Corbin fan, and he wanted to see this guy win. And we got uh, Chad Gable versus Baron Corbin for the finals and the right to be called King of the Ring. This was actually a great. I, I won't say it was a, the match of the night, but it was a really. It was a really good back and forth match. Like they actually kind of made look Chad Gable look credible, like he might be able to beat him. Uh, franchise man, what, did you catch it? I did. Okay. Uh, what, what did you think, man? How do you think Gable did, man? As far as uh, how he handled himself against Corbin, I liked it, man. Uh, Gable, he uh, first of all, that's a strong ass dude. Yeah. You know, uh, to see him suplex Corbin the way he did and right. do it. You know, so precisely. Uh, I think Gable showed that even in the loss, it's kind of it kind of reminded me of um, when Buddy Murphy went up against Roman, mm -hmm. and even though he took a loss, he he still looked good. Like he he made Gable made Baron Corbin look that much better, and uh, I think when you can make somebody look better than what they really are, that goes to show how good you are. Um, I wish, you know, Gable would have won just because I don't like Corbin. But that's right. the thing. He's money. His guys don't like him, and he still won. So, uh, it was a good match. As much as I can't stand Corbin, it was a good match on both sides. Corbin actually looked really good, man. And I can't lie, man. Seeing the scepter and the crown and everything on his head on SmackDown. You know, he looked all right, man. He looked yeah. like a king. I can't, I can't deny that one. Yeah, king of the jackasses. Uh <laughs> Flawless man, talk about your guy, man. Your your, your new your new king, man. He's the king of the world. It was a good match. Um, kind of figured Corbin was gonna win because it was on Raw and he's a Raw superstar. Yeah, that's a yeah. So that made little sense. Yeah. Vince knows how much we hate Corbin, so we had to give him the king of the ring. Yeah. Even though everybody betted against him, didn't think these two. 
I think everybody thought these two were going to be like the last two to go to the finals, and right. it surprised everybody. <laughs> yeah, especially Gable, because he kind of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of saw Corbin either losing the final previous match or in the finals. But, I didn't have him actually winning it. But speaking of a little guy, Gable, and make it to the King of the Ring final. Hmm. Hmm. Little, little confusing right there. But I'll get more into this on the SmackDown side because there was something that happened oh, yeah. that was so pretty. It was so pretty. All right, well, next up, man, we got well, we got our favorite duel. Man, we got the Street Profits. They're in the <laughs> back. They're having the gender reveal for Maria and Mike's ah, baby. Yes, yes. And boy, did this. Ah, you know what? I'm not even going to beat us around it. This went terrible. This this was, um, yeah. it was it had funny parts. Street Profits were funny. Titus O'Neil was a was a straight, just he he was a straight asshole. I yeah. you know just because he, yeah. he he was in his whole point. I hated, I hate this, I hate how dumb they make it Mike look. Yeah, like dude, come on man, really you 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 really believe she just took oh, Ricochet's the daddy? All of a sudden yeah. you're just this mad at Ricochet. Like, right, right. Are you this frustrated that she's disrespectful? Like I, I don't think that's the thing for me. I want to know, is it? The story is he's just so frustrated about how she, he she's treating him that he's just taking it out on whoever, mm-hmm. or it, are they really having him play this dumb gullible guy? And okay, it's nice to see you know the man be the 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 dumb one you know compared to when it's mostly it was always the women right right that got played over. So it it's it's different. I'm I'm not against that. But man, come on, man, dude, really? Like you, you were this gullible. Well, it, it's, it's it's funny you say that because listening to the commentary between Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young was probably the highlight of the damn match uh, because yeah. Michael Cole actually brought up the same points you're speaking of. He was like, "Well, how you gonna get mad at Ricochet when you should be mad at your wife?" You and and now I think that was the most hilarious thing to me because it was true. Right. It's like you up here slapping this man around one. We all know it wasn't true. So you, right. It was that. And then on top of that, it's like you ne- you never once even thought about checking your wife. You was just like, all right, well. And it's a waste of ricochet. Yeah. It was a waste of. <laughs> it was a waste it was of a, ricochet. It was just a waste of having him be like, dude, I'm not. I don't want to fight you. Yeah. I don't want to fight you. Like, come on, man. It was. I wouldn't show the squash match. And what I was hoping what would have happened was I would have liked it if they would have pulled that stunt and mm-hmm. then Mike Canellis would have beat the dog, you know, beat the hell out of Ricochet and he would have won. Now, if you use that to kind of piss him off and like like she said, like have him have that mean streak, like get a fire under your ass. Right. If he would have won, okay. But the fact that not only he lost once but twice. Yeah. It's like, all right, man, like, what are we doing here? I don't see the end game. Yeah, so he loses to Ricochet. I mean, we, we all knew that was good. Yeah. Ricochet leaves. Maria comes out. She dogs him out again. Yeah. And then she reveals that there's another guy. Uh-oh, Flawless, and what you doing? this, Flawless, man, this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is where I got more upset. <laughs> I think because we all got upset, man. This was another waste. Yeah. And this was another... And, and then not only was it a waste, but it just... We know it's not true, but it still brings questions. Yeah. Okay. So, she says, this man is now the father of my baby. And we hear the music of someone we haven't heard in about four months. A guy we figured 
would not even no longer really be with the company. He'd be out the door, <laughs> him and his wife, which makes you wonder where was she at. But uh, so we get Rusev, man, flawless, man. First of all, he looks great. I like the mustache. But I didn't want to see him do this. Like Rick Rude with a tan. Right, right. <laughs> and on a loop, yeah. Or, right, yeah, really. He really did. He really did. Or it looked like the bad guy from Despicable Me, too. <laughs> I can't remember that. Oh, I can't remember that. Oh, but, what, man, what, okay, what was going through your head when you saw this, man? When, when after, the, after the Ricochet stuff and we get Rusev. Right. And now he's, he, and, and the way he acted. Yeah. Like, you know, he went out there like, yeah, I'm the baby daddy. What you going to do about it? Like, what, what was going through your head when you was watching Well, that, after man? El Macho came out. Yeah, El Macho. <laughs> yeah, that's when that El Macho. Oh, my God. So I was happy the to Bulgarian see. Bulgarian warrior. I was happy to see Rusev. Right. And when he came out, I was like, damn, he got skinnier and muscles on top of muscles. And his shape. And that Pablo Escobar mustache. Right. But I was like, damn, the frick's Lana thinking right now. Right. Mm. But Rusev looked good, destroyed right. Mike Kanellis. I don't know where they're going with it. I was happy to see Rusev, but I do not like the storyline. Yeah. Right. So I'm wondering where they're going to go with it. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I hope it's not a Rusev versus Mike Kanellis feud, man. Please, Lord. Uh, well, Jesus. okay, so with everybody popping up, I'm, we're, we're all sure it's because of the draft. Yeah. you you, you got to establish people again, which means you're actually going to have to have folks on both shows. Right. And you got and. For you to have, for you to have star power for SmackDown, you're gonna have to have star power for Raw. So that right. means you're gonna have to have people that we know, we want to see, you know, people you buried or just gave up on. Yeah. I, I, I just this, this just really wait. I, I hope this was just Maria just messing with Mike, and there's really nothing else behind this. Like when next week come. Rusev is there, Lana's there. You know, she's, you know, it, it, they know, you know, nothing ain't happened and. It's nothing, and they move on to something a little more important than this. I'm hoping, but this is WWE. Mm. You, you just gotta. It would be nice if Canellas came out and said, "Oh, I got a new woman as Lana." Mm. <laughs> this made me hate it even more. <laughs> Jesus, man! Oh my God. Okay, next up, man. You know they show Bray Wyatt uh, looking at all the pictures he has on the wall, looking to add a new friend to the wall. And he goes and go looks for a new friend. And then we get Kane and R Truth back at the Volunteers, Tennessee Volunteers Stadium. And and uh, Kane, he had, well, Mr. Jacobs, but Kane, he uh, he introduces a security guard slash referee that Truth quickly understands and recognizes what's going on. He turns around, runs to the goalpost. Lo and behold, we got Mr. Glenn Jacobs, the mayor of Knox County as your new 24-7 championship as he's running back through the uh, door screaming, I still got it, <laughs> So, which I thought was funny. I, I, I thought that little bit was funny. Uh, then we got a pretty good match that uh, I didn't really know how if I was going to like it or not. I wasn't sure how long it was going to get, but we got Rey Mysterio versus Cesaro, which was a, a, it was a good, decent match. Um, franchise, did you, uh, did you like the match? Did you care for it or did you kind of just know Ray was going to find some way to win but you hate seeing Cesaro lose uh, yeah <laughs> I liked it it was cool but I don't know I actually thought that Ray was going to lose oh, okay. just because he's been getting booked terribly I mean 
with the exception of the match against what was that? Lince Dorado? Yeah. Nah, yeah. Grand Match League. Uh, they all on yeah, yeah. Yeah. But before that, man, they was kind of like he looked like the Rey Mysterio when he left the first time, right. or the last time I should say. I didn't just start burying him towards the end, but it was okay. It wasn't to you know my liking, like him and Andrade. I think I'll forever like that match duo moving forward. But it was all right. It was cool. Whatever. Franchise. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, flawless. I'm sorry. I said uh, franchise. I looked at him. As, I looked at you and said his name. So it was a good match. I don't like how. I mean, it was nice for Ray to use that pen to flip mm-hmm. for the pen, but Cesaro just keeps on losing. And yeah. Looks great losing, yes. but he keeps losing. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like going okay, downhill. It's man. like, okay, what did he do wrong? This dude, him and Shame, like, I don't get it. Like, him and Shame has had a great run as the mm. bar. Like, dude, they were one of the hottest. Even him and Tyson Kidd when they were the team. Right, like, you, like you put, but, but you, when you put them with the bar, though, it was like they started out having this kind of crummy seven, best of seven series which really didn't get good until the last match where they didn't yep. decide anything. Then they become a tag team, and they actually are a great tag team, especially when Cesaro would get the hot tag and he'd get to running around the ring and knocking dudes left and right, spinning people in the ring about 20 times. Like, he was exciting. Why is he getting such a bad rap, or not even a bad rap, but why is he just the building block for other people? I don't care who goes. I hey. wish I could answer yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but I do not know. Like that, that for me, that I'm speechless. Me. Yeah, that I, well, I can't I, understand. I, that. Unless you know, maybe because Dolph Ziggler finally won again and got a title, maybe they need a new Dolph Ziggler. I mean, but nah, this yeah. no, no, not Cesaro. You know what? Cesaro, I, I, I need to see my guy go back to either NXT or NXT UK. I want to see him go to NXT you know UK. What? A Cesaro versus Walter. Yeah. Because that match he yeah. had with the one dude over there a couple weeks back at the pay-per-view. It was good. I, I can see him. Yeah. yeah, him and Walter, man. A couple of heavy hitters, man. And I think, you know, that's a guy that Walter's going to lose. I'm not sure if he lost yet. No, he has Okay. Uh, I think Cesaro will be the guy to do WWE it. Not WWE-wise. Yeah, I think Cesaro. No, I think he lost to Pete Dunne. Did he? Yeah, in the first encounter. That's a bad man. Pete Dunne is a bad man. Did he lose or was it disqualification? I don't know. Well, I, I thought the only time they first fought was at NXT where Walter beat him. I thought that was the only time they ever fought. That NXT 25, was that NXT 25 no, where it was lost Walt- before? I, I could have swore I thought Walter. Walter beat him, but then he he lost to him. I didn't I didn't know they had a match prior to that. I, I thought I thought that takeover where they showed up and had their match, I thought that was the first time they ever fought. Mm. And they fought for the title. I Man, Walter, that's a big ass. Yeah, he's a big dude, but we're going to get into him yeah. when we get to the NXT oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so, uh, next up, we, you know, Bray comes up with a picture <clears throat> of Seth Rollins with his eyes closed, mm-hmm. uh, crossed out, I'm sorry, crossed out in red, puts it up on the wall, turns around, smiles, gives us that evil little laugh. But next up, man, we got something that I was really, yeah. I was really excited for, man. I was happy to see AOP back. And not only was I happy to see them back, I was I love their promo. I love yeah. everything about it. I love their reason why, you know, about why they haven't been, why they've been away. I love their look. I love their attitude. I love the fact that they spoke for themselves in their native language. Like, just let, look, these guys are not English. They they don't speak great English. Let them be who they are. Like, they're letting Nakamura kind of be the way he is. Right, right, he was right. on the commentating table for SmackDown. I really love this. And we've been asking, where's AOP? When are you going to bring him back? 
we understood one of them was really injured, so you know he had to get healthy. But right, uh, what did how, how did what did y'all get? Flawless. What, what did you think when you saw AOP? I know you had to kind of get All right, a little excited. Back. Walter did, has not lost in NXT. He has not lost. No. Okay. So, um, oh wow. I'm okay. happy to see AOP. Right. I mean, I like the little promos in the back. I don't know what language you're speaking. What they, uh, Brazilian? I don't know what they are. I, I, okay, that region of, of the world. I, I, I know they're not, they're not Mexican, but. No, 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 no. They dance right Mexican. No, no, no. They're not that. I, I want to say they're Brazilian or Venezuela. Some, somewhere. I'm, I might be off. I'm sorry. Um, that's what we got the encyclopedia for. Uh, but you well, if you're Brazilian, you speak Portuguese. So, so yeah, because I don't even know what they were speaking. But I love the fact that they were doing it, and it seemed bad, and it was badass. It was just you know what they were—they were speaking killer, killer. Yeah, yeah speaking you're right. Killer. You showed it right. They were speaking killer. <laughs> speaking killer. They are some two bad dudes. I do not want to uh, mess with. But no, and I like their um, promos in the back. Mm -hmm. You know, it just makes sense. Um, I hope they come back and wreak havoc. I do too, franchise. But pretty much the same thing. And I love the way it was shot. I love the lighting. I love. Yeah. I, I just loved everything about it. And then you know it wasn't. It didn't seem like it was too too scripted. It just seemed like yo, they just sat him down, gave him a cool ass background, and already started talking. Right. Just like really. Like, yeah. Like they look more dangerous in suits than they do walking. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, like they, I, like, they like I, contracted I, killers. Yeah, man. man. That's what it like, man. They like they yeah. just got done burying about twenty dudes in the swamp somewhere. Like, yeah, yeah that was. Um, so it comes from Canada. Rizar is from the Netherlands. What the oh, hell? Well, hey, man, look. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they not related? <laughs> Bro. Well, I mean, come on. Edge and Christian was told to be brothers all these years, and they come to find out these dudes aren't even related. No, no, I know. So but Akim not... and Rizar, they literally look like uh, the same. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. I mean, the, the family features. Oh, <laughs> my God. Can't uh, Undertaker. Right. <laughs> that hurt my feelings. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, right. Like, how many people have we to were told they were brothers but come hey, to find hey, out? Hey, Outside hey. of the Hardy Boys, I think they're the hey. only ones. The Dudley Boys? Look, they're not brothers <laughs> either. Like, right. I've been to Dudleyville? Shoot. It's a whole mixed bag I mean, of Kane, Come on, man. That's Glenn. That's Isaac Yankum, DDS. That's man. the oh, Diesel. Man, the man. That's a mixed bag of everything down in the Dudleyville. Oh, uh, but let's keep yeah. trying something until it works. Yeah, outside of the Hardy Boys and the Young Bucks, I didn't really know no two teams that actually were related. Right, Usos. Okay, outside yeah, of Usos. Okay, yeah, the Usos too. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, really, outside of those three, I really don't can't really definitively really think of any team. <laughs> uh, next up, man, we got a man. We got a tag match that I didn't care for. It was a women's tag match. It was it was a good match. Next. Um, the only <laughs> I would say a highlight was, was when Bliss got hurt and it was just Nikki Cross kind of just going wild. Yeah. I liked it that I liked yeah. her just kind of going wild, getting the best of everybody until they got the best of her. The what happened next was just again terrible. Becky Lynch and Sasha they don't know which way to go. One swinging one way, the other one's walking the opposite way. They that just went terrible. Then the Bailey getting in with a chair, like y'all all got these chairs, y'all look terrible swinging them. Charlotte comes out, she can barely walk in heels while she's yeah. trying to kick Bailey and Bailey overselling. And it was just, I it, it was just a lot of botches and just too much. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm getting real disappointed in, in this four horsemen story, at least the way they're telling it, because 
what happened next on SmackDown didn't make it any better. But mm. we're going to move on to that. Uh, for the last of the night, uh, we get 24-7. We got uh, Kane, uh, uh, Kane showing up. To the, I guess to the hotel. I, they didn't really say where he was showing up to. Our truth on top of the car. You know, he's telling the driver, Shh, don't tell him I'm up here. And then, of course, Kane gets out. Our truth rolls him up. Wins the title back. Kane gets the instinct to just grab our truth by the neck. And <laughs> truth just telling him, yo, man, you choking the leg. <laughs> he's just, he just like, yo, you calm down. You don't do this no more. You, this ain't you. This ain't you. You, you a mayor now. You, you got responsibilities. Right. You know, this 24-7, 48, 8, 11, you know, it, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't your life no more. And, right. You know, they... they you know, came like all right. You you know you you're right. You're right. And you know they they reconcile and everything cool. They walk off. And then oh, and I'm sorry. In the mix of that women's tag match, after they got they beat down, Sasha Banks and Bailey, Banks cut a promo, talking trash to uh, Lynch. <clears throat> after the 24/7 stuff, Lynch right, then right. comes back. She cuts her promo. Not only cut the promo, but pretty much challenged uh, Becky to a women's yeah, hell in the cell match. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, well. Becky China Sasha to a women's uh, Hell in a Cell match. Thoughts on that <clears throat> before we move on? Because after that, that was, that was we moving on. We're, we're pretty much at the uh, end of the show. Becky needs somebody else because Sasha's not doing it. You think so? She sucks on the mic, sucks in the ring. So <laughs> Becky just needs to move on. This is why we need. This is why we need video. <laughs> so, all right, franchise. What's your rebuttal, man? Look here, man. <laughs> this promo is one-sided. The promo is very one-sided. <laughs> I, I would give you that. Sasha says she's seen better days on the mic. I will tell you this. I think it's ring rust. I, that, I wouldn't doubt that. I would not doubt that. I, I think that. I think that is too. Uh, that could be the case. She's never been good on the mic. But I'm not gonna say never. I'm not gonna say never. It's just that Becky's red hot right now. Becky, her wit. I mean, she just. She's, she, she's quick with it, man. She's quick with it. Um, and and I, it feels like with Sasha, it seems like she's almost trying too hard. It's just like, I don't really think. Like, Becky, it's just like she's just going out there saying what's on her head and whatever, just letting it go. Right. To me, it seems like Sasha, when she's out there, it's like she's just thinking too much on what to and say. And she's like, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just seems like she's, 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 she's trying too hard. But uh, I think Hell in the Cell, I think, would definitely be a way better match. Uh, I like Sasha in these gimmick matches because she's actually been really freaking good in the past, especially with those series with Charlotte. Right. So I, I, I'm interested to see, man. I, I got my money on Banks again, man. I got my money on Banks in this one. All right. I got my money on Sasha. Somebody, somebody uh, just, smoking that beef. <laughs> he, he been getting all the smoke. That's what you're saying. Too much smoke. Too much smoke. <laughs> ah, the smoke. Uh, well, after that, we got uh, Evans versus Dana Brooks. Evans wins. Lacey Evans wins. And then next up, we get the main event match. We get the glorious Robert Rue versus Seth Rollins. They have an okay match. Um, it wasn't nothing spectacular for me. For me, the end, you know, what happened at the end was more important. Uh, Ziggler eventually interferes, calls the DQ. Then the OC comes down. And surprisingly, I, I and I probably should have saw it coming, and I didn't see it coming. Kane came out to help Seth Rollins, and yeah, he looks. He, yeah, he, he. You could tell he's done. He, he's been. He's been enjoying life as a man, and, that, and that's fine because he's Kane. It's the he's, donuts, he, his secretary. He's got him. Kane. For me, Kane has got enough respect 
you know, for being the big red monster that, you know, this was okay. It was Tennessee. He's the mayor there. He's a former wrestler. He just left. So I understood why he was there. It was just for the pop, the the, the uh, nostalgia effect of it, which was fine. Okay, cool. He, 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 as long as he didn't do nothing too extra, I, I was fine with everything he did. But what happened next, again, was the best part of the show. We get the, the lights darkened from the top. We get the eerie violin music. And I just love the way the fiend shows up right behind Kane. Right up right right behind his shoulder to the left of his shoulder, where he just got that sinister look that he always has. Franchise. Mm. What what when you saw him come out, what would what uh, I don't even know what to ask, man. When the fiend came out, what was you thinking? When Kane turned around, because it when the fiend came out, Kane, you can already tell, like, Kane, like, all right, like, let me turn around. I know he's back there. Right. So I thought they were going to start throwing hands for a minute. And then, and then the I fiend, had hoped that, too. And, and then I the fiend, I, I was saying, like, okay, they're going to throw hands and the fiend will get the upper hand. No, that ain't what happened. <laughs> <laughs> he he literally just got choked out. Like, right. Just like that. So that caught me off guard because I was hoping for a little more of a tussle between the two. But I think allowing – the fiend to get over on Kane like that so uh, definitively, I think, man, they're going to put the rocket on this guy and send his ass to the moon. Oh, man, he's already there. He's <laughs> He's been floating there for a minute. Uh, flawless, man. Uh, I loved it. I loved after he got Kane to the ground, choked him out. I, Seth I, was in the corner. I was going to get to that. Seth was, get to that. Seth's in the corner. But he didn't try to escape. Like, he sold it. Well, he did just take like a Styles class yeah. and a whole bunch of moves. But he's like, he's kid. in the corner, he's holding on the ropes, and as the fiend got closer, he's like, like a scared kid, like, yeah. like a dog's about to attack. I'm like, oh. and this is where Seth Rollins were learned and he he earned an applause from me because he sold it. He actually looked it scared, right, like right. worried, like he he didn't know how to react to the. Well, plus you just got your your butt kicked. <sighs> It's not like you really got the energy to really fight this dude, but him, you see him just put Kane down, and then you see this eerie ass mask, which I love that mask. I just yeah. love that, yeah. that. I love that mask. That um, might be the number one Halloween mask. Oh, yeah. oh, it, it, oh, it is. It, the Fiend is going to sell out weeks ahead of time. Uh, but I love the way he just he crept up on him, and you know, Seth sold that. Okay, dude, you are clearly out of your mind. You're showing up whenever you want. You're taking people out left or right, and you seem unstoppable. And I've already kind of lightweight felt what you can do 24 hours ago. So I, I loved it. Like I said, for me, the show was Bray Wyatt and then everybody else. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. It was Monday Night Fiend. Yeah, it, yeah, it really was. This was Monday Night Fiend. Um, other than that, like I said, that's how the show ended. It ended with Bray Wyatt just, oh, no, that's not how it ended. It ended with the Firefly Funhouse theme music just playing. Now, for me, I feel like it played too long. Too damn long. It played way too long, but I think that's just a a weird way of saying that this is Bray's way of kind of lightweight taking over Raw. Like, he's taking over Monday nights. And little by little, it's not so much a supernatural thing. It's just more of a psychological, uh, you know, it's, it's, that, it's that type of a thing where it, it's, He's not he's not uh Undertaker like, but right. you know, he's just manipulative and he and he's he's got people to follow him. 
he's, he's Charles Manson. He's he's he's, yeah. this, he's this cult-like leader that's got people drinking the Kool-Aid and they are following him. And I, I think that's the way they're taking it. Right, right. But again, it just went on too long. Yeah. Like, yeah. After about the first 30 seconds, I'm like, damn, dude. I like, was okay with the first 30 seconds. Jesus. It was when it, it, and then it's like, I felt like the song was over. <laughs> and then they, they, they just picked up like half of the song and started well, playing it. I don't think they want to play like the Fiend's actual music because it's like a special attraction. Which is fine. I, I was okay with that. But the way they were mixing it and the way it would play like they could have started from the same spot. Right. It's like they went back halfway through the song and just replayed it back again and then slowed it down, speeded it up, flipped it upside down. Like it was eerie. I liked it. But yeah, yeah it did go on too long. Uh, outside of that, man, that was, that was the raw show, man. I gave it a three out of five. I figured. Like I said, Fiend. 24-7 in uh, the gender reveal with the street products. <laughs> up, up until the match, up until Ricochet, Mike and others matched, and that's when it went down south because you know you know how they got pregnant, right? Yeah. It was a Maria on the pole match. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, ladies and gentlemen, that will be the end of the wall preview. If you stay tuned after this commercial break, we will be right back with a SmackDown Live review. Now, can you dig that, baby? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we will turn back with the SmackDown Live portion of the show. And if you thought Wild was good, SmackDown is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Can't breathe it. What you got? <laughs> All right, man. So let's kick off SmackDown. Oh my God, man! Uh, I said, what you man. got? <laughs> Let's go, we already started. <laughs> we got advertisers. And our twins. Oh, my said, God. <laughs> advertisers or advertisers? We got advertisers and all twins. All twins. All twins. And we got Coca Spice. Cool. Oh, oh hell Coca no. Spice and this water says knife. Oh, my God. All right, man. Whoa. Ooh, six-man tag. Whoa. That's two hydrogen <laughs> and one oxygen molecule. Captain Tano, really so no messy. Versus the New Day. Generation Wrestling, so no messy. Spit blast. He was taking a bath. <laughs> <laughs> one plus one plus one is three. Know your math. Oh my God, man. This was just a basic six man tag. <laughs> That's all it was. And somebody's cleaning themselves, name a cat. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was just to put an end to the rivalry. Uh, I guess it was New Day's way of getting a one up. You hungry? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Oh, my God, man. So, yeah, basic six-man tag. New hey, my God, you want your water? <laughs> yeah, I want my water, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I work with these dudes, man. Oh, my God. Oh, hold on, fellas. We're we going to take a second. <laughs> right, these, boy, these, these boys need a moment of silence. You got five dollars. <laughs> Can I'm special. You kind of special. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you kind of special. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you got that right, man. But we love you for it. All Thank right, you. like I said, six man tag revival Orton yes, versus sir. New Day. Like I said, this was just a pay per view rematch match that they always do. Whoever falls the pay per view, they fight the tag match. This kind of put, I guess, the definitive end to the Orton Kofi rivalry because. Um, what kind of happened after the match had ended was very shocking. It was very surprising. No one saw it coming. No one knew it was going to happen. We got the one, the only. 
I can't wait till we get the video. Oh my god. We got the one and only the beast Brock Lesnar showing up with Paul Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. I was about to say he wasn't doing a lawnmower. I thought. I thought that was the sprinkler. That's the lawnmower. <laughs> that, that's the lawnmower. That's starting it up. Oh man! So Brock shows up. Weed whacker. Comes down. He's looking at Kofi like Kofi's a joke. Kofi's telling the new day, you know, go ahead and lead the ring. I got this. I got this. And you know they, you know, Big E look excited. Like he looked like he was ready to fight yeah. Brock. Which I'm actually, I have to say, if they ever let that happen. I would actually love to see that match. Mm -hmm. I, I would love to see those two go at it. Um, Paul Heyman keeps it simple. October 4th, Friday, on Fox, SmackDown, Brock Lesnar, Kofi Kingston, WWE Championship, Kofi accepted. Was it, before I get to what happened, was it smart for Kofi to accept it? I don't care who answers. I figure... Uh... I wasn't sure which one of you was going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure, was sure if it was going to be you or the other. Or your alter ego. Yeah, alter ego. <laughs> no, Step no, 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 no. We got to get the podcast done. Let's go. Come on, man. All right. I got you. Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all. We'll have some time for it. We'll All have right. some time That's for That's a it. little bill. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure if, if Kofi, when Brock Lesnar came out, and I heard that music go, duh. <laughs> no, duh, no, we're done. We're done. We'll never get this done. We'll never get this done. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. Stop, stop interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> so look, so look. When I heard the music go, duh, 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 and he, and, he, and he came out on the stage with a beat apple kit. And I think he had he had he had that bill going on. He had the bill and he had like the uh the the, the what's it called the mohawk, right? The mohawk and the beard. I'm like, oh that's a big bad brachletta. <laughs> he was like, keep coffee at to that. And then so look, I'm like, go, coffee, go, go, go. And then and then, and then coffee said, No, I ain't no bit I got this, I got this. I like good job, Kofi. But what he messed up, what he messed up, let me tell you. Flawless and flawless and and, 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 and too cold. This is what he messed up, okay? Where he messed up, man. He he was in the wing with the with the beast incarnate. He was in the wing. That's a big no no. That was a big no no. And the Paul Heyman like, look, man, we didn't want to talk. We, we don't want to pride. We didn't want to talk. But see what happened? He forgot that Brock Lennon was in the UFC. So Brock Lennon just talked with his feet like this. Okay. <laughs> So I thought, I th when Kofi took his hand out to shake his hand, that that, that man was landing like 40-something years old. So I'm like, maybe he's going to take his hand like a good beast, a good beast, right? But then, no, he put him up on his shoulders, and I'm like, oh, damn, he threw the title on the ground. He went, wee. <laughs> and, it was, oh, and it was over with. I'm like, that is no Randy Orton. That is Buck Lesnar. <laughs> he went, wee. <laughs> He picked him up and said, we. Are you serious? Oh, God, I never hear anybody say, we. Man, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm no longer watching wrestling, man. Oh, my God. Corey Graves like, we. Oh, my God. No. I'm talking about, like, if Kofi or anybody was taking an F5, ever, if I ever hear somebody oh, say, we. Going in there. They're going in there. As he has Brock, though. We. Boom. No, I'm done. I am done. I am retiring from wrestling. All right, all right. Oh, my God. Let okay. me uh, take over. <laughs> man, please. Please. So when Buck Lesnar beat, no, no, 
when Brock's music hit, I was shocked. I was surprised. Yeah. A lot of, sure, everybody was. Uh, <laughs> when him and Hammer were walking to the ring. And then when they were getting in the ring, they are looking at each other like, you go, no, you go, you go. Man, go ahead. Like, and then when Heyman announced that Brock Lesnar challenges Kofi for the title on the first SmackDown on Fox, it made sense because Lesnar's home is SmackDown when he first started. True. Well, he, well yeah, he was on Raw, but then he moved he, to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, when, they, when they actually went to brand Yeah, place, yeah, yeah, he, he went to right SmackDown... He debuted the night after WrestleMania in 2002, so that's April. He went to SmackDown after he beat The Rock at yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. So, August. Yeah. But, no, what about no, no, it was, okay, no, it was, okay. It was a little, it was about that. It was about, it was it was Royal about Rumble. Rumble. Actually, it was right around the same time, I want to say. I want to say it was before the Royal Rumble, because by the time they got to the Royal no, Rumble, no, no, I want to no, say no. they were already at No, Brock, Brock debuted after WrestleMania, the night after WrestleMania, uh, uh, eighteen, in two thousand two. That was after he fought Kurt. No, no, no. He debuted. He debuted. No, I, I'm thinking about when he won the title, and went to SmackDown. No, he already he bought when he beat The Rock in August. Right. He they, he took the sp- title to SmackDown. So Raw never had a title. So Bischoff the gave the yeah, d- right. big gold to Triple H because right, 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 right. okay. Triple H lost to Shawn Michaels and in we, that match the night before. Right. Okay. What, but wasn't that prior to the Royal Rumble of that following year? Because wasn't because that wasn't that when Shawn Michaels and them had that back and forth. Uh, that uh, they had where it wasn't where Shawn Michaels won the world title again. It was when uh, it was a last man standing match or something like that. Yeah, it was something like two out of two out of two stages. Oh, that was in December. Okay, that was, that was in December. December. Okay, but but that was but that was at the start of the brand split though. Like that's what I'm saying. That's the question I was asking. Like. That that time frame after he won at uh, the Brian Summer split was around like oh two yeah right O2. that was like the end about that okay. yeah. right about now like October yeah. so okay that, that's what I was asking so about. like Lesnar won the title beat the Rock at oh two mm-hmm. SummerSlam took it to SmackDown because Stephanie and Bischoff wanted him and he, and he took it to SmackDown and, and then Bischoff there. gave Triple H the big gold title and then he lost it to Shawn Michaels in the Elimination Chamber the first ever one. And that was the same night Brock lost a big show when Heyman turned on him. Right. So, Lesnar, after that, I mean, he stayed on SmackDown his whole career, even though the the two years he was there. Right, pretty much, yeah. Um, it makes me wonder if, I think Lesnar might be exclusive to SmackDown when they do the brand split. Because mm-hmm. it makes sense because the Fox executives probably want a big-time guy like Damn. Lesnar. Damn. My only problem is, what do they do with Heyman? Oh, I was I was speaking about that earlier too. I, I think Heyman's pulling double duty. Yeah. So, nah, does yeah. do they give Lesnar the title? Well, maybe because I think at Hell in a Cell it will be Kofi and the New Day versus Orton and the Revival in a six man match inside Hell in a Cell probably. Mm, all the titles on the line. No, just no. just a just a little six man. Hey. Yeah. Well. Okay. So I figured it was going to be Orton and Kofi when this happened. Because I figured Orton was going to get the pin on Kofi and lead into the match at Hell in a Cell. Wait, so, so it is going to be Kofi and, and, uh, and Orton at Hell in a Cell? No, 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 no. They, no. they, they haven't they, announced they, it yet. They haven't yet. announced anything because right now it's Brock versus Kofi for the premiere. So that's why I'm saying it's probably oh. going to be Kofi versus New Day. But when they had the six-man tag, I was thinking Orton's going to pin Kofi 
and then have the match at Hell in a Cell to continue it. But he took the pin. Yes. And then with the Lesnar coming out, so that's where I'm guessing it's going to be Kofi and New Day versus Revival and Orton at Hell in a Cell in a six-man tag in some kind of match, either Hell in a Cell or something. But with Lesnar, I like it. I mean, does he win the title on the first SmackDown? <sighs> okay, let me ask this. Okay, okay. Before you answer that, let me let me. Uh, did you have something you want to add to a franchise? Or you? Wee. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, Hanging a little piggy hanging out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, I'm done. If You're home. Oh, thanks, Matt Johnson. Uh, so do we? Let, let me ask this. Would it be? <clears throat> Would it be good for Kofi to win or lose the title? I I, I don't both. As, 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 both. It would be good for him because I think he's his run is course. Uh-huh. But it would be. Hold on. Would you ask? It, is, is it good or is it good or bad if no. Kofi uh, wins or loses the I title championship? Like, is it good for him to beat a guy we all? I, one, 100% of the world would say Brock Lesnar's beating Kofi Kingston. I think. Would it hurt anything if he somehow, without, if he beats him clean? Let's let's say, man, mm-hmm. Brock just screws up. Brock gets cocky, does something wrong. Kofi takes advantage, he beats him. Is it a bad thing or is it a good thing? I think it's both. Like, it would be a good thing for Kofi to lose because it's running his course. Mm-hmm. And it's also a good thing if he beats Brock to establish himself. Okay. Be like that, but I don't think they'd bring Brock back after the, he lost yeah. the title to lose it. Even though I think Kofi's going to get a close pin, or it could be like lead to a disqualification or something. Okay, that was my next point. I was going to bring up. Let's say, let's say the new day turn heel. I could see. I could. I'm thinking if Kofi's winning, I can't see how he's going to win. I you can't have him beat him like Seth Rollins did. Right. That's not going to happen. No. So. How can Kofi win this title and keep it, or how can he keep the title and not lose it? And I'm thinking a heel turn. I'm thinking a new day heel turn. I mean, they've been pretty much the I know they're face of the of the company and whatever, but I think this would kind of be good just for Kofi's title run to have a drastic change. You've had all these people kind of behind you. Now, I don't know, maybe the doubt of losing to Brock or, you know, just I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to really explain how, why it would happen. But let's just say that happens. Is that bad or is that good? Either way, win, lose. I think it would be not the heel turn now. Right. I think you would say that for like WrestleMania season. Mm. Okay, have Kofi versus Big E at WrestleMania. Well, let's mm. say okay. Let's say it's not a heel turn. Let's say it's just. Let's say let's say it's kind of a Bailey thing, and I'm gonna come to you with it uh, uh, for franchise. Thank let's you. say it's a bit of a. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, I think I changed my mind. <laughs> you let's, up. Let's you say, right, I, I did. I know I did. Let's say his run is kind of like a, a Bailey thing, where he's these these in po- power of positivity, but they're doing shady things like they used to do. How they used to always talk. Oh, you positive. mean Kofi turn heel? Not 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 just Kofi, but, but the new the day, day, but. They kind of be what they used to be, where they would talk positivity, but they would do little things to help cheat and win. Is a possibility we can see that again? Probably not, because Lesnar's a heel, and you need a. But Kofi's over. But do you could 
I guess I'm saying asking is, could you see them use those old tactics again? Because remember, they were over doing those tactics. Yeah. Like they, there was a point where they were doing that same stuff, but they were yeah. over with the people. Would that still be good if he did that now? Yes. Some inside of me tells me Lesnar's going to get the clean pin and win the title on SmackDown on Fox, the debut show. Right. you got to do something big. Franchise. Well, they could surprise us. got to think the way WWE thinks. That's true, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me break it down. <laughs> okay. Flawless, you listening? Okay, breathing. You listening? You yeah. got your ears open? Yeah, okay. yeah. Loud, yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't want to yell into the mic. That's not me. Okay, my bed, Okay. So I put my thinking cap on. Snapped it on. Snap back. You know I got my door last now. Okay. So. Take me serious. Take me serious. Stop laughing at me. Okay. <laughs> you stop it. Okay. I'm waiting for you, man. Go ahead. I'm about to start. I'm taking my time. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to wait. If, I, if, I, if I'm Kofi then Right. I'm thinking you got to hit him with a low blow. You got to play his game. But Seth did that already. But Seth ain't no Kofi Kingston. Seth is white. Kofi black. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, was the end of the Generation Wrestling Podcast. We'd like to thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Go no, Seth's there. not white. <laughs> Seth is clear. <laughs> <laughs> A line from Space Jam. <laughs> oh my god! No, but seriously, uh, <laughs> oh <my God. clears throat> seriously, I, I don't see Kofi winning, um, at least not clean. But I do think that with Kofi and Brock, I think you're going to get what we wish we would have got out of him and Randy. Brock Lesnar, he will beat your ass like in real life. And I think with Kofi, man, just Brock's whole style of wrestling is super intense. Like Brock, he looks very careless in the ring, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot. It's it's a lot safer than it looks. But with Kofi, you can't bring that goofy stuff, man. Like with with Brock, you got to be on your A game. You got to be serious. So I can either see them doing heelish tactics to get to victory, Mm -hmm. or I can see this being more of a slugfest, especially on Kofi's end. I don't think it's going to be a five-minute match like most. I think, uh, given Brock's history with smaller guys, mm-hmm. I think he's going to go a pretty decent a pretty decent length. But I do think, however, at the same time, Brock's going to dominate. But Kofi, he isn't going to look completely terrible either. I don't think he's going to be a squash by any means. No, I think he'll put, like Brock, like you said, <clears throat> Brock loves wrestling the smaller guys. Yeah. I think it'll be like a Daniel Bryan Finn Balor exactly. type match exactly. where they'll get their offense in and make a comeback. Right. But Brock is reckless now, but when he first started, he was not reckless. Like, like he was, when he first started throwing he, Daniel Bryan, y'all remember when Daniel first got? Yeah, hey, at one time I thought Daniel Bryan broke his neck. I'm yeah. like, dude, he's done. Well, Lesnar no never really used the German suplex in his first run. No, 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 no. like that because he actually wrestled. He yeah, actually, like he yeah. was good. Like now it's just more. I wish he'd so bring back the Brock lock. Yeah. You know, the Brock oh lock. yeah, the torture, the torture rack. <laughs> no, just put your leg around. Your oh head yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, it's called something else, but I can't think of it right now. But yeah, I um, I, yeah, I, I I'm gonna roll with y'all on that, man. I that just kind of worried me, man, because it's Kofi. I, I mean, I think we all agree if he made it to the premiere, it was a 
it, it was a it would be a solid run. He just needed a couple of guys, legitimate people to beat. They might not have been the most popular feud he's had, but Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton are his two biggest people. Though he beat a former Universal Champion, he beat another former WWE, um, well, not the World Heavyweight Champion, right. Dolph Ziggler. Um, so it 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 he beat some people. It just wasn't the most exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I asked about the heel turn or the possible New Day heel turn or certain antics being taken just because of maybe acknowledging that. Maybe because I, I, I kind of seen Kofi these last few matches and when he comes out and he's not getting cheered like he normally mm-hmm. is. He, he's not getting that love that he was. Right. And sometimes you kind of look at his face and he kind of has this smile on his face like oh, y'all don't, y'all don't want to cheer for me no more. It's me. It's Kofi. Like I, and I wonder if I don't know. I think I'm just reading too much into it as a fan. Like, man, I'm fantasy booking. I'm thinking, oh, man, this is what I would do. Right, you right. know, Kofi's run is kind of stale. I want to spice it up a little bit before I really take the title off of him. What would spice it up? A somewhat kind of heel turn or just a, you know, not being so goody good two shoes, right, but right. kind of just going back to, you know, doing whatever it takes. That, that, that's the reason why I brought it up. But, um, uh, we, we want to get on with the show. Uh, we'll make sure we have to talk about the most important part, of course. Brock's showing up, challenging for the title. Next up, uh, we got Rowan interview with Michael Cole. I actually like this interview. Um, I like the fact that, you know, he put the emphasis on it's about him. Right. You want to know about Luke Harper? Go ask Luke Harper. I'm the smart guy. I'm not a, I'm not a jock. I'm not a, I'm not a dumb uh, mindless idiot. I'm not none of this. I'm actually smart. I'm this. I'm that. Don't disrespect me. Show me the respect I deserve. The more he's talking, the more I'm buying it. And I and it's not... This is the way Sasha mm-hmm. Banks should be written. Mm-hmm. And they're not right now. I think that's the reason why we're having such a problem with her heel turn. Right. This is great for Ron because they're writing him perfectly. And he's the way he's saying it is making it believable. How you feel about you know Rowan in these last couple of weeks and just his development of being this legitimate singles uh, competitor? I like it just from the standpoint that for so long um, he was with the Wyatt family, didn't really talk much. And then you know him and uh, Harper were the Bludgeon Brothers, really didn't talk much. It was just you know a bunch of big dudes beating people up. But, but look good doing it. Exactly, doing it. you look you look good doing it. But I, I think in order to have no longevity, especially as a wrestler, you mm-hmm. need to be able to connect with fans when you're not wrestling. Right. Because there's going to come a point in time where you might be hurt. And if, the only time I can see you on TV is when you're wrestling. If you hurt for six, seven months, you out, you out of sight, out of mind, at least if, you know, you can, you're a guy who can talk like Daniel Bryan when he was out right. for two years. He, he was able to talk, you know. And be a general so manager. He could, he so he was, was still a, a presence. And, and yeah. It's, yeah, so, and so it's interesting. So to, so to hear a guy like, and then when you look at him, you know, he does just kind of look like somebody who doesn't speak as eloquently as he does. Right. You know, he's like a, just a big old hillbilly. But then when you listen to this guy talk, you're like, oh, wow, like this guy's legit, like really educated. And when you listen to him speak, it's like, okay, even though I know you're telling me a bunch of bullshit right now, you put it together so beautifully, right. I'm buying into it, and I love it. I love it. French, uh, flawless. I love his interview. What do you tell Cole? Look at me or something like when you're mm-hmm, talking to me yeah. or you listen to me. This ain't about Harper. It's about me. Yeah. If you want to ask Harper a question, go ask, ask him. him. Yeah. Like we said, like his promos are good. 
but you know the way he talks it's just a little off mm -hmm. but I like this promo by him I like how you keep calling it Dan right like Dan Dan yeah being serious like Dan man, Dan Dan didn't treat me like one of his own <laughs> right. No, he stand in front of me. I stand in the back, but he wouldn't let me talk. Like little yeah. stuff like that. Like I like little. Like, like did you ask me how I feel, Dan? <laughs> right. Like, like damn. Like all right, dude. <laughs> Somebody's in their feelings. All right, cool. But I, I like the overall interview. Um, I like I, I like the direction they're going. I wasn't expecting this. I thought they were going to drop the ball, considering the storyline leading up to it was terrible. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it had a, it had a, it had it started off terrible. It had a bright spot with with, with Buddy Murphy in it and. His little story and the back and forth matches they had, and then it just tailed off once they brought in that that uh, <laughs> that fake Rowan yeah. uncle, his big uncle. I don't know his grandfather, whoever that dude was. I, I, it, it just went off the rails after yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it went too long. And I think the 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 the, uh, the, the week by week, it yeah. went it went too it went too long. I think they should have wrapped once him and Buddy Murphy had their match. I think they should just wrapped it up there. I would have left it at Buddy Murphy. Yeah, but you know, right? Yeah, yeah but I haven't that, seen Buddy Murphy since then. <laughs> no, you yeah. haven't. No, he's he's wrestling dark matches against your boy Alistair Black. Uh, which I'm upset. Why couldn't y'all just show that on TV? But that's a whole another conversation for another part of the show. Next up, man, we were supposed to get we were supposed to get Ali versus Nakamura, which again, this is another one of those matches we were okay with. <laughs> First, it was supposed to be Balor Nakamura. Mm. We were excited. Bet. And then we found out Balor wanted time off. So it wasn't going to be him. So they put Ali in it. Okay, cool. Great substitute. They had a great match on the Smackville special that they had on uh, WWE Network. That was probably, actually, that was the best part of the whole show was their match. Right. He then comes back and beats Nakamura for actual opportunity, but they never really officially give it to him. Mm -hmm. Then we don't see him, and all of a sudden the Miz is fighting Nakamura, which I thought was... I was okay with them putting Ali in a King of the Ring tournament, but I hated that they used the Miz to fight Nakamura just for Clash of the Champions so he would fight somebody. I thought that was terrible. So we get this supposed match. Sami Zayn comes out. He's talking and distracting and doing what he do, and they ended up jumping Ali, and there's no match. Flawless, what's the... What's your feeling behind this? Uh, do you do you have faith in it? Do you think is is it going to actually lead to an Ali Nakamura title match? Could Ali actually beat him, or is it you know to build Nakamura and Sami Zayn as this new heel manager wrestler combo? I didn't like how it played out on SmackDown. Like after the great match they had on SmackVille. right? I mean, it was like Nakamura just destroying Ali. With Sami Zayn interference. It's either going to lead to the match at Hell in a Cell, which I think Ali will win the title, mm. or lead to Sami Zayn turn on Shinsuke to get the title. One of those two things is going to happen. But the way they're building it right now, like, what they done with the Intercontinental title, it's just... Yeah, they, yeah, they, they stopped me. I mean, yeah, we talked about this. It's, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Especially when you actually have the title on a talented guy. And Nakamura looks great in the ring. When they actually let him wrestle, like, dude, I, this theory that no one can wrestle with him, I'm I'm not buying yeah. that. Like, this dude is good. And put the the Miz, I don't I didn't care for the Miz versus Nakamura match, but you know what? The Miz made Nakamura look good. But Nakamura looked good against the Miz. Yeah. 
even if the Miz is slower, more WWE style of a wrestler, mm -hmm. it still look he still look good. Um, yeah. He looked credible. I wonder if AEW is gonna have like a mid card title, like the Dynamite title. Well, they gotta <laughs> have something. Um, it won't be U.S. or Intercontinental, <laughs> that's for sure. If I was them, I would make a television title. The, uh, yeah, that, that's say, the AEW Dynamite I, Champion. I, I would, well, Nah, I wouldn't. Nah, I wouldn't no. It's an explosive match. No, no, no. no. Explosive championship. Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move to the second part of what happened after this beatdown franchise. Ko shows up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course, you know the old adage: the the fired wrestler buys a ticket to the show. <laughs> it's not like tickets are sold out, so there's plenty of people. We will know. Cause you know everyone who's not at the show, everyone who's at the show is on one side for the hard camera. The yeah, rest yeah. of the other side is at empty. Uh, Ko shows up. They show Shane in the back. The referee comes up and tells him he's got a visitor. And also Shane McMahon. Uh, uh, Ko showed up. And of course Shane's watching the monitor and he sees him and he knows it. So Shane gets served with some papers, of course, which leads him to go to the ring, call Kevin Owens into the ring. They. Kevin Owens comes into the ring. They talk about the lawsuit being $25 million wrong for termination. And, you know, Kevin Owens explains, well, you know, you did this and this, and you fined me for this, you know, for fighting Elias, and he was a ref, but yet you beat me up, and I'm a ref, and nothing happened to you. And uh, it, I, I, I hated it. I hated it because I hated the way they built Kevin Owens as of late. Uh, franchise. What did how, how did how did you feel about it all once when it all unfolded and you know he told him you know if he wins there's a clause where he'll get the fire Shane which not really sure even if that could even if this was a real legal thing how right. would this really work out man what how how did you feel when all this well know, well, well upon answer a question hold on I have one discussion no man I want to say it. he asked me oh, no man. I want to answer it no. No, bro. I know. He asked me. No, I want to. Okay, I'll let you do it. Okay. I like K Breezy. <laughs> All right. He got the better of him. Upon further deliberation with the franchise, I want to take this one over. Okay. I thought his storyline from a mile away. When he had on the, the, the foot like a uniform, mm -hmm. and he was the referee last week or the week before? Yeah, last week. Yeah, that's we. I figured so. Seven days, eight days ago. Okay, when he had when he had the foot like a uniform on, and 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 Sam McMahon, he hit him. I'm like, oh, you messed up, Sam. <laughs> when he hit him, cause I'm like, you can't do that, Sam Mac, because you just tried to get him a fine for when he hit the referee. So I'm like, oh my God, no, he gonna fire this man. So when he fired him, right? When he fired him. Right. Then, then I seen Kevin Owens. I, I just knew that big bad man would come back in the stand. I knew it. I knew he it. He, he showed up. He showed up with, I, with, with a ticket. He showed up with a ticket. But then he got Shane stand on my guy with the uh, guy with the security. And he was like, "We are gonna have a one on one man on my account for a taste. And then and then oh he got stole with those papers saying he's a billion dollar baby and he did not read those paperwork because in that paperwork it says. And Kale said, "I can tell you, you fired." Uh, but he didn't weed that. That's oh with people God. problems. That's with people privilege. Okay. No, 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 no. Let me finish, Kay Breezy. I'm almost getting to the climax, okay? <laughs> oh, that is what she said. So, 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 to answer your question, the whole, the whole storyline is. Drop a little fine thighs and not put it cat. I made that kitty cat call. 
Yeah. And I don't know who he sounds like. Who? Who? This is what happens when Waterboy and Mike Tyson have a baby. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, for instance, he said, I sound like Waterboy and Mike Tyson. That is so unethical. 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 That's what you remind me of. It is borderline waste. He playing commercials while I'm trying to speak. Right, we ain't, we ain't getting paid for those. You can't play them. That's, that's the sound coffee gonna make one back. Let them put them in a the helicopter spin. That's called a tornado. It's called the tornado. It's called the, oh, it's called the FI tornado. Called the landing gear. <laughs> the landing gear. Oh, but, but, ahead, no, 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 no. To, to, to get back on subject, okay? This storyline sucks. <laughs> I'm tired of Shane O'Mac on TV. He take a time off from the WWE superstars. The superstars. The superstars. Why, why are they stupid? They're not stupid. <laughs> they superstars. Like, <laughs> Go ahead, man. Stay with me. Super stars. Say W W D superstars. W W D. Sound like Vladimir Kozlov, the double double E. <laughs> I thought he said W W D. Well, anywho, anywho, the wrestlers. Okay. The wrestlers. The yeah, wrestlers. They ain't taking time for the wrestlers. Got they ain't taking time for the wrestlers. I don't like it. You don't like it. Hold on, let me uh, let me turn back to the franchise. Hey, franchise, you ready to talk? Okay, but yeah, man. So, <laughs> right. I, I I didn't like it. The whole story, it sucked. It sucked. Um, I agree with uh with Daryl over there. Um, <laughs> he kind of he kind of he, he took up more time than I anticipated, but oh, I, I, I thought I thought this I thought it sucked, and I can't wait for this to be over with. Um, flawless, uh, K Breezy. I'm sorry, I put Daryl back in the box, so uh, he shouldn't be come out until then. NXT portion of the show. All right, man. He's gonna come out soon. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it, cause uh, I think his favorite wrestler is about to come up. So after all that, uh, you know, legal battle stuff, we got Flair versus Banks. Oh, in <laughs> <laughs> a match that pretty much Charlotte just dominated. Uh, Banks just, it, it, man. I is it getting to the point where I'm starting to look at Charlotte? As the big bad wolf fighting all the little piggies, like she, <laughs> like she's just the, like she's, like it's just it's yeah. just Charlotte and everybody else. I don't even even for Becky, Sasha, yeah. Bailey, like it's just like Charlotte's just so powerful and big now. It's just <laughs> yo y'all y'all all look and y'all just all look weak to her. Like it, it doesn't even look interesting. And it's funny for me to say that. It's kind of like fabulous Moolah against everybody. Right, man, because everybody. it's like it's okay to go back years ago and to watch these two have great matches. Yeah. I didn't feel that then, but now it's you know just why? like because back then they were all like basically on the same level. But even but even then we already knew Charlotte was ahead of all of them. I think cuz Sasha Busty, you know, made her <laughs> I, don't know. I don't I don't know what it was, but this I don't know if it was just the character of Banks. Like I said, I don't like her heel character. Yeah. She's more weaker now than she was when she was face. a face. Like yeah. she, she was more dominant. She was more assertive. Like this is where she should be more at tactics of doing dirty moves and stuff. And that's not where we're getting from her. And Charlotte just looked. It, it, the match. I, I didn't like the match. And I and I don't want to say that for these yeah. two because I love these two. Well, I'm actually. I'm. I'm a. Second unit, I didn't like the match at all. And, you know, I'm a big, big, big boss right. fan, but I'm not even blind enough to say that that was a good match, though. So. 
I will say that Charlotte looks good. Like when she comes out, you're like, okay, girl got a little sex sex appeal to her. Then when she's done with the mash and her hair's all over, you're she like, looked like her daddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looked like Rick. Uh, I was a little surprised <laughs> back in when, the early eighties. <laughs> I was a little surprised when Carmella came out. Uh, I, I, I was expecting somebody else. That's where it got weird for me. Yeah. 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 And Bailey's like, what are you doing? And Bailey like barely sold it. Just like, what are you doing? And again, and just stayed in there. two nights in a row. This is the main story for the women. Mm-hmm. And this is the way they ended it. And it's like, man, the lack of give a damn is beyond obvious. It's, it's yeah. disrespectful. Because like, I expect way more... I, I, not all of the WWE women are good wrestlers. Yeah. A lot of them are, they still need some time to develop. But there are a group of at least, I say 10, 10 good female wrestlers that this company have on the main roster. Right. That they are, they have, they seem to have no clue on how to use them. They have no the way to build them. I mean, I was excited for this new women's revolution, the evolution of, of women coming in because right. they were actually wrestlers. They're right. actually putting on good 20, 25-minute main event matches. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great. Want to see it. It's like Ronda Rousey then came in, made them all her bitch, and then it's like, well, we don't know what to do with them anymore now that Ronda's gone. You know what I think it is? And I, I hate it. I think it's, uh, it's low-key like the John Cena effect. I think WWE got to a point where for the last two years especially, You've built storylines solely on Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and within the last year well, and a half, Becky. With the, with the exception of Bliss, Bliss is well, well, the Bliss, only one. Bliss, yeah, and, the, and but uh, Bliss is kind of like uh, a uh, 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 the other uh, the other big chick, uh, Rock's cousin, um, yeah, Nia yeah, yeah. Jax. Yeah. Outside of those two, yeah. like no one else really got any real shine. Uh, Oscar, yeah, man, and, and that's because yeah, I think they gotten so comfortable with them. It's kind of like now, it's like, well, damn, who do we push now? Because you've made these four and then plus two, but you made these four so big, it's kind of like, all right, well, who do you put? I mean, you're not going to have nobody wrestle Alicia Fox. Dana Brooks, she gets killed every time she's out there. Well, Carmella, I mean, she's well, you decent. you don't know what state of mind Alicia Fox is going to be in. Yeah, right, right, Naomi, you haven't seen Naomi. I don't even remember last time I seen Naomi okay. in a match. So, Nia Jax has been out hurt. So it's like, who do you – it. I will say this: Ronda killed everybody except for Charlotte and Becky, because when she had that match with Charlotte at Survivor Series, and Charlotte walked her with that candlestick, yeah. she did. But someone, but the the match she had with Sasha Banks was that 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 was actually a pretty good match. Like Sasha held her own. Like she didn't she didn't do as good as Charlotte. Yeah. And I'm not really sure the. Becky side of a one-on-one with Ronda would actually turn out as good. I'm now that I think about it, just looking at how Charlotte had to deal with mm-hmm. Ronda, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Becky could have did the same thing. Right. I, she would have held her own, but I, I don't think it would have been as exciting. And Sasha was kind of like that. She yeah. like it wasn't as exciting, but she held her own. She had a That's few points. That's why you needed the triple threat. To... But yeah. Why? Uh, what? Man, I don't even know how I want to ask this. What can they do, or what should they do to get this women's division back on track? Because we knew Charlotte was going to win an X amount of championships. Yeah. When Becky first came in, she won She won the first SmackDown Women's Championship, right. but she didn't win it again or really became relevant for two years. So I don't really count her in that, well, she was dominating because she wasn't dominating. Yeah. Now, yeah, Sasha dominated, but then she fell off. 
Bailey came in, but then they didn't really know what to do with her. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they had a long consistency like Charlotte. I, I will say that. Yeah. To, but, an, to answer your question, Triple H. Triple H was the only one that showed. He know he knew what he could do with the women. Think about it. Look at the women in NXT right now. You even yeah. take take and I know we're not talking about, it, but just for the sake of this conversation, the women in NXT. If I had to compare them to the women on the WWE roster right mm-hmm. now on paper, they're kicking ass. Right. And it's not because, oh, the women on the main roster suck. No, because the majority of them are former NXT alumni. They're all it's, Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it, all it's just that w, the, the quote-unquote main, they don't know how to use the women. And Vince don't know how to let people be who they are. All right. I'll I take that. French, uh, Fallis, man, you, you, you got something you want to add to it, man? Because... I think it's Becky and Charlotte and everybody else, even Pretty though much. Sasha and Bailey are in there. Pretty much. But Becky, I mean, does her thing with the promo and the matches. Right. And Charlotte's just going to be up there. She's a breath of but, fresh air and yeah. lightweight to me because, like Charlotte. I said, well, Becky, because, you know, like I say, no one really was cheering for her until SummerSlam when she slapped Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And it's like ever since then, it took off four, which was great, but it's like... She was the only one that, that was taken off. Like, Charlotte was in her own world, so it didn't matter, but Becky was the only one they built. Becky and Charlotte, how we compare them to the click. Yeah. Or you can do it to four horsemen. Like, Becky and Charlotte are the Arn and Ric Flair of yep. the horsemen. Yeah. And they're the Triple H and Shawn Michaels of the click. Mm-hmm. Now, Hall and Nash did their thing, mm-hmm. but they never got to where Triple H and Michaels are. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess so. All right, I'll roll with that. All right, man, moving on, because we only got a couple more things to talk about. But, again, one of the highlights of the show, Flawless's favorite dude, King Corbin, comes out to the ring to get his coordination as the new king of the ring. Flawless, man, why don't you go ahead, man? Because I know you was excited about this one, so why don't you go ahead and take this, man? Of course, Klein, when uh, Baron Corbin came out, he started rambling. He's talking all this shit. It didn't make sense. All this shit. Shit. And then... Chad Gable Tony G had to come out and give him his peace of mind mm. and he tore apart that whole King of the Rings shit <laughs> like he killed the scepter <laughs> beat him smacked him with it and dismantled the crown oh, and he good. had to show him I still want a piece of you and mm. I'm gonna take you down and you ain't the real king he <laughs> ain't the real king. Yeah. But the Darryl? segment. I'm not finished. Don't cut me off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You dare cut me off. He's so hard. He's too sizzling. So. The battle candy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. We should have introduced. We got Daryl and Joseph here today. They're, <laughs> they're just happy. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, partner? How you doing? Yeah, we 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 had to, we had to bring them with us today. You know, they wanted to see the podcast, so I I, I apologize for the extra folks. But uh, what you be talking about? Okay, go go ahead, Joseph, man. Finish it. Finish so, what you like saying, I man. said, with Chad Gable, so D smack the shit out of Mister Bad Corbin, hit him with the scepter, smash that crown, and showed him that I should be the king of the ring, champion and the winner. <laughs> and he showed him you don't want none. And I'm coming for your King of the Ring championship in the title. And that's all I got to say about that. Daryl. Partner. Daryl, you got anything to say, man? What the, what the, what the follow-up with Dothan said? 
Dotham, you are one hell of an enthusiastic wrestling fan, and I like that shit. I like that. All right, all right, all right. Stuck up, step up to Cole. Yeah, yeah. Well, where, where's Tony at, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah I didn't yeah. bring Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring Tony. Tell, tell Tony to come to the stand <laughs> by. Now he's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he melted. Yeah, it's cold. But, 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 Maybe next show. But, but what Dosa said, what Dosa said, aka JoJo, what Dosa said about Chad Shorty G, I'm going to call him Shorty G, I like Shorty G. When, when Shorty G, when he stepped on that crown, and all of the cubic zirconium and the fake diamonds came out of the crown. I like, oh, WWE got that from Family Dollar. I thought that was a real crown. I thought that was, I, I was disappointed. Like, that little man just stepped on it and he bent it. It was so malleable. You remember that word in science, malleable? When you could bend metal? Oh, my God. You got all that money and you pay for fake shit. It's like the commemorative belt on WWE's Zap Network. Which ain't even worth nothing. It ain't ain't worth nothing. Wait, wait, wait. What did you call the jewels in the crown? Oh, oh. It was was Cupid Zirconium. It was Cupid Zirconium, like the diamond. I bought my fiancé one time. It was Cupid Zirconium because I didn't have no real money. I think those are one of the jewels that you glue on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bedazzled jewels. Yeah, bedazzled. He bedazzled <laughs> they bedazzled the crown. They bedazzled the crown. Vincent Kennedy McMahon got all that blood money from Saudi Arabia. Oh, and he couldn't have got no blood diamond from Africa. <laughs> but he had the nerve, the nerve to shine that light on, the, on that dollar store crown. Oh, my God. And he bedazzled it with his synthesis in the back of WWE. Oh, my God. That is unfathomable. 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 Say it with me. <laughs> oh my god, man. Don't you study? You ain't gonna speak impediment. I gotta speak impediment. <laughs> we apologize to all those with speech impediments. <laughs> are, right. you, are, are you are you are you me? Are you stuttering no, no, me? I'm, I'm not. I'm just making I'm sure I'm put a hashtag. I'm respecting I'm, our audience. I'm gonna put a hashtag to who they are or what they have. I'm, gonna put, I'm respecting I'm our audience. I'm gonna put a hashtag, <laughs> and it's gonna be called. It's gonna, it's gonna be called No Way Kimbrough. No way, Kimbrough. When you see him, you stop and you say, No way. That's what I got. You know what? Why, why stop it now? And you kick him in those little eggs in the basket. Okay, look here. Daryl, Joseph, I'm going to ask y'all about another match, man. I think y'all are big fans of this. Your boy, Otis. Oh, you got, you got, yeah, you got, you got Otis. You got Heavy Machinery versus the B team. I know yeah. you guys were excited for this. And Otis had on a new uniform. He looked different. Yeah. He didn't have on the overall. He didn't have on the onesie. They, yeah. they, they let the fat the hang, man. Vince don't usually let big guys hang like that, you know, yeah. Yeah. especially when they that big. Yeah. Joe had to slim down big a little Johnson. bit. <laughs> he was a different. He, that was something totally different. That was before the PG era. Uh, <coughs> he used to slip with his <coughs> Excuse me. I know this is y'all favorite team, so, man, yeah. uh, Daryl, man, you start off, man. What you think about your boys, man, against the B team? Well, first, I would like to say thank you for your dinner with hospitality. I pray that I went first this time. <laughs> okay. So, when I seen Otis Dotovich, I noticed that he didn't have the singlet. I'm like, oh, no, he don't look like Big E today. He looked like Randy Orton. <laughs> he had on his speedos like he was going to the beach. So, this is what I want to tell you. So, that man, he used his super muscles, okay? And then he slammed that man down on the ground. And then he did the he did the caterpillar. He went, oh, whoa, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh whoa, oh, whoa. Then he jumped up two inches off the ground because that's just a vertical leap, two inches. And he hit him with that elbow. And he like, oh, tucky, tucky. 
And then you had you had Big Tuck. He got in there and he went. And he did a little hoppy hoppy. He bounced off the wolf and he did a ooh a backflip. <laughs> and that man was so athletic. And it was an excellent match. And then, so, I texted. I texted I texted Joseph. I was like, Joseph, did you see Big Turkey? And did you see that caterpillar? The Big Turkey? The Big Turkey. The big Turkey. Big Turkey. <laughs> I have a piece of pet in me. And you stop. Play with me. I'm sorry. I just wanted to be clear for the audience, man. I put up to your house with a bunch of WWF Western posters. And I crank them up. And I put them in your yard. And you get fired by the police for literally. For Lithuanian. That's very diabolical. I'm sorry. We'll get some wrestling buddies and I'm, throw I'm, them at I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We're going to throw them at the house. Your dog going to bite the head off. He's going to take a big doggy and he's he, he going to pass away. He might hump it. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure the audience understood what you said. Ooh, you talk to my boy. You know what? You know what, Tuko? I'm done talking to you. Joseph, you take it over. Joe, Joseph, man, you, you, you your thoughts, you man. You take it over. He think it's fine. He, think he said it's Joseph, you and he flawless. So Joseph's gonna talk. Yeah, this, I, I, uh, I so, said jo- I, this is for Joseph and Daryl. This is heavy machinery. This is their boys. I, so let me tell you this: man. when I was watching this mass, I didn't know that was a B team. I thought that was two jobbers. At first, I thought it was too. I had to look at it. No, I thought it from the whole match. I didn't really pay attention. Yeah, I was like, oh, I they're facing two jobbers yeah. and they're beating the shit out of them like they've been doing the past couple weeks. Pretty much. Make no fucking sense. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they doing back there? What the fuck are they writing about? Why is this keep rewriting the show? Oh my Make God. no fucking sense. No, no, no sense it. whatsoever, man. No sense whatsoever. <laughs> you saw it. You should be pissed. Like, wait. Speaking of wee, that's what Kofi's gonna be doing on the debut on Fox. <laughs> wee! Money put him up in the F5 tornado. Yeah. F5. It's gonna be a real tornado. It's gonna be like, wee! But, uh, uh, I wish they give heavy machinery a better tag team. What the fuck is the B team anymore? There's a, they're not even the B team, they're the Z teams. <laughs> They like, yeah, they went all the way to the end of the fucking alphabet. Yeah, he's, like, he's like Adam Sandler and Dusty Rose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I wish Heavy Machine would get a better oh, tag team. Yeah. Oh, I think they're going to turn heel. It, may, oh, it would make sense. It would make, it would make sense. Who's it saying, Tucky, Tucky? Tucky, Tucky. Tucky! Anybody coming? <laughs> nobody coming? All right, Rabbit. nobody coming. I'm going to leave that alone. All right, man, we got the end of the show. Yes, we got sir. Daniel Bryan comes out to cut the promo about how Rowan, how first of all, he wants everyone who blamed him to know that he was exonerated from anything he did to Roman Reigns or what he was accused of. He was upset that Rowan betrayed his friendship. He always respected Rowan. He treated him like an intellectual individual. Rowan felt differently, you know, and, and basically called Daniel Bryan out. Darren Bryan said, well, you know what? It doesn't matter because whatever you do to me now, it won't hurt as much as you breaking up our friendship. And then we get Luke Harper, pretty much the same rundown from what we got uh, at the pay-per-view. Only difference was they both put Daniel Bryan. Somebody said it was a choke slam. It wasn't a choke slam. They just lifted him up by his arms. And yeah, it was the Bludgeon Brothers right, finisher. Right, that was their little finisher, and they just put him through the table. Man, he um, got some height on that. I did like the beatdown that these guys gave. This is why I like the Bludgeon Brothers, because they just, they ran through shots of the security. Brian, Roman Reigns, when he tried to come out, they went through everybody. They they even got Todd Phillips. (laughs) Todd Phillips was laid out on the floor. So they went after everybody. This made Byron Saxton and and, um, Corey Graves. Corey Graves 
be close. Like these guys were concerned for their own safety. Like these guys hate each other or they pretend to, but they were so concerned of each other's safety. That's how badass these two guys were. All right, I'm talking to the franchise. <laughs> when it's the end of the show, we're going to finish this. I'm talking to the Flawless Phenomenon. Yo, Flawless, go ahead, man. What, what was your what, I liked show? it. I, I like loved it. Uh, one thing was crazy was when Rowan picked up, I think, part of the guard row, and he threw it across the ring like he was on the outside. Yeah. But it didn't go on the stands. It landed on the other side. I yeah, was like, whoa, just, that was close. Just barely. Just barely, right. I love the beatdown. I mean, they just destroyed everything. Right. I think it will lead to a match, a tag team match. Rowan and Harper against Reigns and Bryan at Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell or the Fox Premier? Hell in a Cell. I think it makes Cell. sense. Okay. Uh, I think Bryan turns face. And becomes face again. I wouldn't mind it. But... The end of SmackDown was awesome. I liked it. Them beat. It's <laughs> it's a isn't it ironic? Don't you think that uh, the Fiend ends Raw with mm. destroying everybody, and Harper and Rowan ends mm. SmackDown with destroying everything? That's the question of the night that I wanted to ask. Is there a possibility that there's a reconnection there, or or is it just possible that? They're just, it just so happens they're both getting pushed at the same time. Because really, I'm not even sure if it's Luke Harper. Right now, I know it's The Fiend, and I know it's Eric Rowan. Harper just happened to come back, but we know Vince has had an issue with him, so I can't see him really being pushed. He seems like now he's the lackey for Rowan. Yeah. I think it's just a coincidence that, well, Bray Wyatt was already coming. Yeah. Uh, Rowan, I think it's just you know coincidence that they're both kind of just being pushed I mean, right now. I... I think it's a coincidence, mm. but I could see something down the line with those three getting back together, which speak out. Yeah, or something, maybe like farther down, maybe like TLC or something. I won't say a Royal Rumble because I think the Fiend will have the title by then. Right. But it would be nice if they were in the Royal Rumble match. I can see something for TLC. You know how they like to do teams, TLCs. I can see the possible team up of a Wyatt, but by that time. You gotta think about it. We're supposed to have two brand split shows. So, yeah. will you integrate these guys still, be, or will they? Will they both be? Well, I guess the question is, will they all be on the same show? I don't think so. No. I don't think Bray's leaving Raw, USA. No. I think he's staying on them because I think Roman and Brock are going to SmackDown. Right, right. And I think Becky is too. So you still need a star. You need somebody that the people love, which is the Fiend. Right. And you're gonna. And I, I don't see Seth Rollins leaving. I don't see Seth Rollins going to SmackDown. I see him staying on Raw, and possibly AJ Styles. But that's a that's another topic when we get to the draft. Uh, but if they're not on the same show, do you see some way of them putting it together? Because of course they'll probably be doing both shows. Will be doing the same. Maybe Survivor Series when it's Raw versus SmackDown. Okay, they could like be on separate teams. Kind of like how the Shield was a couple years ago when it was right, Team right. Raw SmackDown. Dean Ambrose turned on Shane and like they all put him. Right, right, right. But I can see that possibility doing that. Franchise. Sorry. 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 Fat, fat. Well, uh, other than that, man, uh, that was the end of SmackDown. Um, wasn't a bad week of wrestling. Uh, pretty no, two, two pretty good shows. Uh, perfect. SmackDown was a little. It seemed a little quick this week, but. And it, it held his own. This like a one-pump cup. One, oh, my Lord. <laughs> Joseph, just get off the microphone. Uh, 
with that being said, man, um, I've got nothing else to ask. I, I think I've asked all the questions. We, we talked about the most important stuff, Bray Wyatt being the genius that he is, putting the fear of God in Seth Rollins, which I thought was awesome, huh? Uh, yeah, we can do that. I mean, with five minutes, it, it, it won't have to do long. Um, like a beautiful camel method. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, SmackDown <laughs> like was awesome. Rolo. Brock Lesnar showing up, challenging Kofi for the championship. Kind of interesting. I think we all know what might happen with that. I'll pop you. Uh, <laughs> being bad, Joseph. <laughs> um, I thought that was interesting. That that was a nice surprise. Right, right, <laughs> Haven't right. seen Brock on SmackDown. In a long, well, what, 15 years, they say, or something like that? Yeah, since 2004. He hasn't, right, he hasn't wrestled or been on SmackDown yeah. since the last time he was, you know, really mm-hmm. in full-time WWE. But other than that, man, two good shows. Uh, I think we got one more to talk about, and uh, we can get through that. We, we can get through that real quick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that will wrap up the SmackDown Live with you. Um, don't you move anywhere now. You better stay tuned. You better keep those. Rudy, Trudy, Philly, Rudy, and those things, and you better listen, and you better listen good. We are NXT coming up, and boy, it was a toe topper, and I ain't talking about my nickname. All right. Well, until next time, well, I guess that's in a couple minutes, we will see you for the NXT Live Review. Bye-bye. And you know what that means. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the last portion of the show. This is three or three. All right, we are talking about NXT, aka Next, because they're the next thing in professional wrestling. All right, the USA Network, you guys, you've seen it, Flawless, you've seen it, K Breezy, aka Truth Kimbo. What did y'all think about this show? First hour was awesome. Uh, I liked the first hour. First hour was just, it, it was kick ass. Uh, the, the fatal four way for the number one contenders for the women's title. Yeah. <clears throat> all four of them came out and we just talked about it, man. Displaying your women's true talent. And yes, this sir. was at the top of what we want to mm-hmm. see from the women. Come out and be who you are and do what you do and entertain us the beautiful way that you did. I I can't give this match any more props. I, it did, we, we were trying to you know get this in and get out of here. So this was just, for me, this was match of the week out of all three shows this was this was the top match I love this match they had a four way to see who will face Baszler for the title I was a little confused because I was like where's Rhea Ripley at mm-hmm. she I, was, I thought she was supposed to be yeah, I thought it was supposed to be a fatal been, five way or yeah, something because she's been going after Baszler the past couple weeks but when Candice LeRae won, it made sense because I think she's the only one that hasn't fought Baszler yet. Uh, she'd been fighting Eel for like yeah. the last so two months. Yeah, so it made sense. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Good way to start off the show. Mm-hmm. Got the crowd into it. Most definitely. It, and it showed you the what entire women, match. And it showed you what women wrestlers can do when you're in NXT. And I think that's, and, and, and I know you're about to get moved on front, but I think this is what kills the main roster when. You have the four women that have raised the bar for the women's wrestling to where it is now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why can't you do the same on the main roster? You got them all. All the women that won the NXT championship, you got them on your main roster. They're, they're either the Raw or SmackDown champion or they're the number one contender to the belts. I, this, to me, just it, it, it put 
to shame anything that the women, the main roster women have been doing for the past couple of weeks, even leading up to Clash of Champions and SummerSlam. This topped this match. This, this topped it. Go ahead, Franchise, man. I, I just had to get that out there. Yeah, uh, I was uber ecstatic to see uh, Mia Yim. Well, more so Bianca Belair, the EST of NXT, and of course the Josie Judas herself, Io Shirai. Io, Io, <laughs> I love the match. To me, I honestly think that was probably one of the top matches, uh, definitely, arguably, match of the night. Um, I loved it. And I, I like where they went with it. I was a little unexpected, in my opinion, with, you know, Candice LeRae. But overall, great way to start the show and great way to, you know, to display your female talent. I loved it. Especially when she hits that reverse Frankensteiner. Oh, yeah. man. That was, that was nice. That, that was really nice, man. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, next up, I think, what did we get? Uh, what happened next? Uh, it was a... Uh, was this Sean Multe? Sean Mula, Mula, Mulata, Mulata versus Grimes. Yeah, I you know okay. I'm not gonna lie, don't know these guys. Um, never really haven't really seen them. Unfortunately, these are other. These are a bundle of talent that WWE has, but don't get TV time, mm-hmm. and which kind of sucks because when you see these guys and they actually do some stuff, you want to know who they are, but you don't get to see them enough. So I'm I'm not really sure of these guys' character, their moveset, or what they do. It wasn't a it wasn't a long match. I think it was two minutes. No, it was like less than that. Okay, it was like, I like, like ten seconds. Well, it was two minutes of intros and, yeah, and everything, ten else, and then ten second match, and then you know before it went to the uh, the match. Of, well, not the second match of the night, uh, the uh, North American title. Which you know we, we'll just go ahead and get into it, man. Um, well, I want to talk about this. What's up? Little match. What, what little match? Go ahead and talk about. So. It. Um, I know who uh, Sean Maletta is. Mm. He is a wrestler from off of the Wild Samoans promotion. Mm. And I saw him down there when I went to go visit my buddy down oh, there. And right. he wrestled him at oh. that match. They had a good feud going on. Oh, that's awesome. So I know who Sean Maletta is. Good wrestler. Can do some stuff. Right. Him and a um, Noah Kakua, uh, the shyness one, I think, whatever, he's doing something in the um, NXT, he had like a little NXT gimmick for a while, I don't know mm-hmm. if he's still doing it or not, but he also came from, off of the Wild Samoans promotion also, right. so I've seen him, but Grimes, I mean, can I say, uh, I mean, he's been, tra- he's been trained by Jeff and Matt Hardy, I mean, I don't know what he's doing. I mean, he was in NXT, I mean, in TNA as a mm-hmm. three-time. Trevor Lee, right? Trevor Lee yeah. as a three-time uh, Impact champion. So, mm. I don't know. So, there's definitely somebody to look out for. He is, yeah, Grimes. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to push Sean right. that much, but Grimes, That's I can dead. see that. Grimes. Cool. All right. Hey, man, the more you know. <laughs> Keep it real. And Nick Neal, you still listening? I want my fucking shirt. I yeah. sent you. I said I want your shirt. He wants his plucky shirt. Oh, yeah. Give him his plucky shirt. I'll go down the hole. I'll go down you the hole. You push the button, I push the button. 
<laughs> that was my favorite character. So I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Plucky was my dude. Uh, you don't push the button. I push the button. <laughs> all right. All right uh, next up, man. Uh, second. Blue ball. <laughs> don't make me go home and watch Tiny Toons, man. Leave it alone, man. Stop it. This is about wrestling. <laughs> North American title. Roger Strong. The one, one, the only, the Hold dream, the Hold experience, the Velveteen Dream. I love this match. Uh, hard hitting, rough, everything you want in a title match, really. Just two young talents going out there, giving it her all. I'm big fans of both. I, you know, Of course, I, I love Dream, but Roderick Strong has really, ever since him and Pete uh, done tag team and they went through their little run in the Dusty Classic before he joined uh, Undisputed, like, I have been a fan of him. Just his style. I love his style. It's old school, but new school. You know, it's, it's like, it's old school stuff that, you know, that really got over, but he does it in such a new school way that, man, it, 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 you hurt, you feel hurt after watching him wrestle people. Just like you, when you watch Pete Dunne, when you watch Roger Strong, man, you like, man, my back hurts. And yep. right. I'm just sitting here <laughs> watching you break someone else's back. And when you go to movie, you're like, oh, oh like, man, like, come on, man, my, my knee hurt, my, my jaw hurt, like, just come on, dude, y'all, you, 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 you're smacking the hell out of this dude. Um, I thought this was a great match. Uh, the ending saw, uh, Prior to the ending, it saw Undisputed coming out, and you know, Roderick, he close calls, but he just couldn't get it to go over. And of course, that that got on the nerves of the Undisputed. They just couldn't sit in the back no more. But I like the fact that they did this because this didn't make Dream look weak. This this yeah. this was good. This is this was good booking. This is how you book guys to lose and still be credible. This is right. how you book a title match and put people over all around and. I, I thought it was awesome. I, I this, to me, this first debut or how should I re-debut or whatever you want to call it for NXT on USA. I I know people don't expect it to really do much against AEW. Uh, I think they might give AEW a run. I'm not saying they're going to dominate AEW. I'm not naive like that. It's still NXT. It's still a lot of inexperienced guys, but um. If you're going to put on quality matches like that, I'm sorry, it's going to be kind of hard for me to see how uh, they, they're they not somewhat competition for uh, AEW. I love the match. <coughs> I mean, when they announced it for, you know, the first hour, mm -hmm. I was like, man, Roderick Strong's going to get the title. It just made sense yeah. for him to get the title. Um but the way he got it yeah, yeah. made what, even I mean, more sense. Yeah, Adam Cole it, it hitting the super kick on Dream on the top rope. Right. was nice. Um, I don't like the first, even though it's going to change, both right. hours being on USA. I don't like them going to two hours because they were one hour. Right. I think they should just keep the one hour. Because I think if you go to two hours, it might help them, but it can also hurt them because they're trying to fit. But I think the one hour was perfect for them. But I do not like the one hour on USA and then the one hour on NXT on well, the network. That's well, that that they're only doing that because the it's show suits. suits. It's, it's in its final yeah, two yeah. episodes, so once that it should end by the time the debut AEW show. Yeah, they said on. they're only doing it for the first. Two right, weeks. right. But these should be the last two weeks of that show. But they yeah. but they wanted to keep that core audience 
you yeah. know, watching that show, which is fine. The it's, only, it's about to end. So my big, my biggest issue with it, and I know it's, it's temporary, mm. but what I miss about it, well, I'm going to miss about it strictly being on the network, is I hated the fact that, one, the shows are it was already on. But, yeah, so the only thing that I didn't like was it was only an hour on USA. So you're doing an hour with t- uh, commercial breaks. A longer commercial breaks. Yeah. You're not just doing them with your WWE commercial breaks and promos of yeah. all your talent. You're doing it with an AEW commercial <laughs> show. Right. Yeah, which... Yeah. Way so, to go, USA! Woo! Hey, that, they're mad because Fox got uh, SmackDown. <laughs> That's why they did that. Hey, you you want to sell our other show to somebody? Okay, we'll show you. So it was like you had that, but then when they went over to the network, it was like no commercial breaks. So that kind of like... It, I felt like I was watching two different shows, but it was the same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't, I, I just don't. I, and to me, on the network, the matches on the network, it just seemed like it was better to me, well, or, or presented better than it was on on the on USA. But I like the look and the feel of it being on USA. If that makes sense. Yeah, but you're like so used to no commercials. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Like I'm like... used to the limited commercial. One, you can fast forward them, so you ain't even really gotta watch them unless it's something you wanna watch. Yeah. So you can actually just fast forward to the next thing yeah. and just go from there. So unless you're watching NXT on a delay, yeah. where you can just fast forward through the commercials, then you know you're golden. But right. um, I, outside of the commercials being a little extra long, I didn't mind it when it came back, like for the women's match, it felt like they they just kept going. Like it was nonstop. Yeah. Like it left on a commercial with action. It came back to the action. Like you, it didn't have a slowdown. It was, it's like it left on something like, oh man, oh no, don't go to the commercial. I want to watch the rest of it. And then when it came, I was like, oh man, what the hell did y'all do during the commercial? Like I want to know what right. was going on. So I didn't have a problem with that aspect because I felt like both matches delivered on keeping you uh, uh, entertained and keep you viewed on the matches itself. I like I say just like I say just so used to just watching it on a mm-hmm. network. You yeah. don't have all these extra commercials about uh soap and and pregnancies and all this other crap that they show. Uh it is going to feel a little weird cuz usually they would tape two episodes a week. Right. And then sometimes they would have to come out and retape it cuz I think it was the Tommaso Champa and there's some ending it, it, where you didn't know what happened, what which ending they were gonna show. It was Champa and Gargano. Yeah, you didn't know it, what it, ending it, they it were. It was a setup for their original. Yeah, you didn't. Match. Yes, I think they they finished. They uh, or was it Dream or somebody? They taped two finishes. Oh, that was Dream versus Gargano. Yeah, they, yeah. They taped the one where he won, and then they taped the one where, he, where he lost, retained. and you didn't yeah. know which one they were gonna go with. Right, people were talking. Now that it's live, you can't tape some, so it's going to be trying to balance that out. It's going to be live every week, two hours. It's going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to... But it's also going to be interesting how AEW does that with commercials also. The one thing I did know, and I know we got some other stuff we want to talk about, and honestly, uh, outside of that, there was maybe one or two other... There were three things we want to talk about, but... I didn't have a, I guess the thing for me is when you switch to the second hour, or actually not even when you switch, when you watch NXT in a whole, 
because it's only one hour, and even though everyone doesn't always get on TV, I think that's lightweight the problem. Mm -hmm. You had, apparently the Street Profits were there. They could have fought somebody. You had the Forgotten Sons. They could have fought somebody. You had Kushida. Uh, he, was, he, he had a match, but his match got broken up because the Imperial showed up. But I feel like, but the the, the couple of match, like the Pete Dunn match, I didn't care for it. No, I, I I didn't care for the other women's match that happened because that match was actually just bad. It was bad botch job. Like they they missed they they just messed up everything. Oh, Aaliyah. And yeah, Aaliyah. yeah, that was just a terrible match. Like once I saw the one little few things happen, I'm like I'm I'm just gonna skip past this because I don't know them. But not only do I not know them, clearly, man, they're messing up, and you can see the frustration in both of them. Mm -hmm. I I didn't want to watch it. But I feel like that's going to be the issue. Where where was Keith Lee? Where you know I know you want to save guys for the next week's show. And they showed like a little promo. They showed little promos yeah. of what was going on. But it's like you could have had these guys show up. You could have had these guys do something. Introduce them to the world. Mm -hmm. and, and at least get their faces out there. Uh, don't just have... Well, you, you had title matches and you had number one contendership. So that, that understood why that took precedent. But... I, I just feel like when it had the when you had that one little five minutes between after the women's match and before the North American match, you know you had somebody that no one knew. That right. would have been a perfect spot to put someone you know. People kind of know Keith Lee. Mm -hmm. People right. know you should have put the Imperial uh, Imperium. The Imperium. I'm sorry, the Imperium. You should have put them coming in right. right there. That time that all that took, you could have had that right there. That way you got them on a national. Mm -hmm. Who are women? Who are these four guys? Where are they from? Oh, right. they're from the NXT UK. NXT UK. Okay, let me go to the network and look that up. Right. I. Th that's going to be my one thing. Is just putting those guys out there that aren't ready, and and where you have other people that we want to see. We know they're there. Let's see them. Like right. that. That's going to be my thing about it. Good. No, but that, that that made a lot of sense. You're right. Just just. I, but um, what they did, I will say, what they did on the second hour, at the end, the brawl, I thought that was smart. Yeah. In a way, because I know some people didn't like it because they're like, well, maybe that should have went on the USA Network. I think it was smart to put it on the network because now it's like, hey, you want to see the rest Will of we this? Get into that. Go to the network. We're gonna get into yeah. that. But uh, but I but what yeah. happened at the end of that? That was a good reason for getting people to say, if you want, well, it's only going to be for these next two weeks, but you want to go to the network. Right. Get the network. See all of this stuff that's going on. Right. Even the, not this stuff, but stuff that happened before. And it sucks if you don't have the network, like the second hour was. It does, right. So I, I think that was a plot to get people to more viewership for the network, which yeah. was awesome. So. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not um, I wonder that if they movie. just did like the first hour on USA and the second hour on the network. If it would make people want to get the network more. If it, but it, but you have to, you have to have something what people want to see. Yeah. But to get into, okay, let's just jump into the second hour because after Riddle, uh, after Dream lost, yeah, undisputed, undisputed era got to celebrate yeah. with all the titles. That that was a great visual mm -hmm. for your first time on USA. That was right. awesome. I, I didn't have a problem with that. The way the second hour started, that first half, and I'm going to be honest, leading up to the Leo Rush match, it sucked. Like, that was terrible. That Leo Rush match for the number one contendership, that was actually a great match. First of all, it was good to see the 26-year-old piece of gold come back. It was good to actually see him do something. I like his new hair. You know, you know, he reminds me of somebody. Somebody I know, man. Yeah. You know, he always takes off Mondays and Fridays for other Can't really reasons. put a 
a finger on yeah, it. Yeah, like, just don't know. It's like, yeah, man. Like, I feel like I like we talk to this dude or we see him a but lot. But it seems like this dude is like twenty pounds heavier than Leo Rush, and then when you but see you know him TV on, ad, you know yeah. TV, you know that that does something to people. Yeah, but like when you see him in person, he's like twenty pounds heavier. But on TV, it's like he's it's like man. He yeah. I think I think it's the shirts, man. You know, I don't know what it is, man. But this guy put on a great match. I he. He bought me into, could he win? Is he going to win? Wait a minute, do Vince like him this month? Is he okay? Are they going to actually do this? Or maybe it's Triple H. Is Triple H okay with him? Like, are they going to bury him? Like, what was going to happen? And this, they show, it was just a showcase, man. It was just a showcase of what That was against do. Oni Larkin, right? Yeah, it was yes. yeah, against so that was Larkin, a good. Yeah. So that was a good person to put him up against. Yeah. The Stunner or... Diamond cutter, RKO, whatever he did on the when middle or bottom or bottom. Rope yeah. and like came back. The hit that, that was nice, man. That was nice. nice. It's not Orange Cassidy type stuff, but you know, it's no, nice. Right. The Spanish fly was sick. Yeah, yeah that was. Because <laughs> he hit so quick. Yes. It, was, it was quick. Like as hell, he ran, man. just caught him. His frog splash. <laughs> Is it me or does that look like Gilo Brown's frog it splash? Does. It, it does. Yeah, it the low like down. Sky had low down. Bam. Yeah. It's just. But it worked. It does, for especially for him. Uh, I was surprised that he won. Like I said, I, I wasn't sure if they were going. Well, he didn't win a title. He won but a I was a little surprised that those two were fighting for the number one for the Cruiserweight. Right, Maybe right. they want to get fresh new blood. This was his first match yeah. in months. Yeah. Like, you know, he's been off, you know, um, doing podcasts, making yeah, albums, like, and all this other stuff that like, he's been doing, you know. and Like, I wonder if it's they want to get, like, fresh guys into the Cruiserweight. That are, that are not on like 205 Live, like Oni Larkin and Leo Rush. Is this a possible a preview of them doing what we all believe they're going to do? Disband 205 Live and just move everyone to NXT? Yeah, so I, Triple H had a thing where he said he's going to make 205 Live an extension of NXT. So it's going to basically be under the NXT banner, but still separate, but up under NXT. So are they going to show all the matches like Gulak and all them on NXT? Yeah, yeah. It'll make sense. So they're, so they're going to dissolve the show 205 Live and then just have the actual division moved over to NXT. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like They it. should do that to start off NXT like how all the Cruiserweights started off WCW. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so after we got that, you know, that match, we, um, we got this guy, man, and he's just like a low-budget Will Smith. I don't know why. <laughs> he was just a low-budget Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, Flat Air. That, that's what he was, the Fresh Prince of Flat Air. <laughs> I don't even know who this guy was. I'm not even going to try to know his name. Uh, but we got a, three guys, black tracksuits. They come out the crowd. People are going nuts because apparently they know who this group is. I know who this group is. I was kind of surprised to see him. It's the Imperium. They they showed up. It's only three of them though. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not. They're missing the fourth guy, but the crowd is calling his name because they know he. They say if he's here, if they're here, he's here. We mm -hmm. want to see him. Where he at? So they beat down the flat air prince. Uh, they, you know, they squash him out the door. They they stand in the ring. They stand in their pose, and then the music hits and the crowd goes crazy because Walter is in full sail and he's. He's there, he's coming down, he cuts a promo about respect and that people are going to have respect for this ring and if you don't, you're going to have trouble. And then the Kushida comes out and he's upset because this was his time. It was time for him to have a match and you interrupted his time. So now I need a piece of your time. I think I want to see this. 
I, I, me, I think I want to see Walter versus Kushida. I, 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 think, I don't care if he loses. I think I want to see this match. I want to see this. What, what, when it happened, what, what would you think? I'll say this. I like that Alexander Wolf is an Imperium. Yes. Even though, you know, him and Dane are doing something and Eric Young's not. They're doing so something. So it's, it's funny, but Eric Young's right. not doing anything. Well, he's backstage Yeah, now, so, so it's a little weird. Fine. But and I like he's how. Older. He, he's way Yeah, older. so I like how Dane and Wolf are doing something. Right. Kushida, man, if you have not watched him wrestle, whoo, that boy, I mean, he, when he fought strong, I think, on the NXT, like, live, I mean, not live, uh, NXT, like, house show, mm. the stuff that he's doing is crazy. There's a reason why WWE signed him, and I hope there's a reason that WWE does something with him. Yeah, well, I hope so. Well, yeah. XFL coming up soon, hopefully Vince will be too busy. Yeah. So, in NXT, I can see Triple H doing something with him like you did with Nakamura. Right. But yeah, I would love to see him and Walter. I, I think that'd be a nice, interesting match. Walter seems to work well with smaller guys. I, I like a big guy who doesn't have to who doesn't have to bring himself down to make a small guy look good. He can still be the dominant him, but you know, like Drew McIntyre versus Cedric. And there's sometimes where a small guy makes the big guy look, look good. really great. And and I think that's. I, I think that's what we're in store for. So I'm very excited. I want to see a Walter versus Brock. Nah, I don't think that'll ever happen. I, it, yeah, that, that, that Walter looks like Vladimir Kozlov's long lost son. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he really was a son. You know how old those folks look. They can, they can look like they're 34 and he could be 55. Um, so after that, you know, like I said, we, uh, Leo Rush had his match. Awesome match. He's the new number one contender for, uh, Drew Gallag's, uh, Cruiserweight Championship. And then we got the street fight. The match that I think we've been waiting for, we've been wanting Bro. to see. This was awesome. This, I believe, was the reason why they didn't put it on the USA Network. This is the reason why mm -hmm. they put it here to display the chaos of NXT. I love this street fight. I love the way it started off. And then I love where it went. It went to the back, where you saw the other people. Instead of them running out the way, being scared, they're standing there cheering it. I love that. I love the fact they're like, yeah, yeah, get them. Yeah, yeah, they're cheering them. And they they having their fight. They're going back and forth. They're punching. They're kicking. Dane throws Riddle up against the TV truck, and then they go towards this table where Walter and the Imperium <laughs> seems to be just sitting and chilling, having a bottle of water with their pinkies up. And Dane pushes Riddle, or Dane tried to push Riddle, then Riddle reversed it, and then Dane ended up hitting the table. I wanted the two at the table. Uh, so much happened because I was just so much excited, and then Walter. Out of nowhere, starts choking Riddle. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Riddle versus Walter. Yes, right, right, give right. it to me. I want to see it. I'm, I'm game with it. But it turned into a brawl. Street Profits come out of nowhere. Like, oh, okay. Where y'all was that? Forgotten Sons. Right, the Forgotten Sons. They come, you know, they, they jump into it. Uh, Wolf jumps into it. Pete Dunn jumps into it. Everybody who wasn't on the show or was on the show right. pretty much jumped into it except for the Undisputed and Dream. Like, there was the only five people you didn't see out of everybody else. I love this brawl and the fact that it started it back at the you know at the picnic tables and then it, it came in through the, the production trucks and all that went back to the ring they threw out the match because you know it was too chaotic. I love the I just love the way they just let these guys just go at it and brawl. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I heard something happen at the pre-show. I'm not sorry at the post-show after it went off air. Mm. They said y'all you heard what happened. You heard what happened. Okay, mm -hmm. so. 
um, apparently Regal came out, um, yelled at everybody because they messed up the street fight. So he remade the street fight for next week on USA. Mm. The winner is to face Cole for the NXT Championship on the premiere show, uh, uh, October 4th. No, no, 4th is uh, SmackDown. When is uh, AEW? A second. This the second. Because the, NXT's yeah, supposed to debut two hours or the second. I mean, so, I'm still going to watch <laughs> It's supposed AEW. to be whoever that wins that <clears throat> match. But I think we're finally going to get this match because now there's something at stake for right, you. You right. get a championship. But it's still a street fight. Right. So I'm excited for that. But the end of the show, just just how the end, how, how the match started, how it went to the back, how it you know came back full circle, man. Franchise, what what did you thought, man, when when you watched it, man? I, I liked it uh, a lot, and it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> okay, the encyclopedia got some news, but we'll get to that in a second. Go ahead, man. Come on, so we can get this. Uh, that was it. It was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, flawless. Uh, speaking man. I liked it. In the back, I was a little confused. Like, I thought it was, like, NXT UK versus NXT. Mm-hmm. And then when the Forgotten Sons were attacked, then when Street Fighters were attacked, for fighting with right. Forgotten Sons, right. I was like, okay, it's just a brawl. Because right. first, I was confused. I'm like, oh, is this NXT UK versus NXT? Right. Like, it did look like fight? that. Yeah, it right. did look yeah. like that. And then I think the ending was when Killian Dane jumped off the top rope onto everybody, oh, and then right. it ended. Right. It's... Looks good. Um, the Cole, I mean, Riddle versus Dane to see who faces Cole. It's gonna be nice. Um, maybe um, Riddle wins. I could see that. Mm. But hmm. okay, so let me ask you this. So since they now have a no more contendership for Cole, where does this leave Dream? Because though Strong beat him for the championship. It was Cole who cost Dream the match. So eventually, we always said, if if no one, if he's not getting caught up, called up, we're gonna see a Cole versus Dream because mm-hmm. we've already kind of gotten it already. Where do you see Dream after after last night, after everything that happened, and even hearing that Riddle and Dane is gonna get this title shot in this street match? Wh- wh- where do we see Dream going next? Go ahead, man. I see him going to the draft. Mm. So you don't see him going against Cole? You know what? And I want to second you on that. I don't think there's not enough left for Dream to do in NXT. Well, he's never won the NXT title. I know, but... I... I, I, I You know what? And I will say this. I think he'll be one of those few exceptions who he doesn't need. He doesn't need the NXT title. I think... I think he did well enough with the, uh, the North American title. Right. I don't think he really needs an NXT title. I think now, if you're going to call him up, now is the time to do it. It's the time to do it. And I want to see his ass on SmackDown. I want to see him on SmackDown. I think SmackDown or you want to see him under Heyman? I want to see him on SmackDown, but I think Raw is going to get him. And I'm not mad either way it goes. Yeah, I'm not mad either. Okay. All right. I, I feel like... I feel like I feel like before he goes up, I feel like a, a a dream versus Cole for the NXT title is a takeover. I feel like that. I feel like that has to. I mean, it, I'm looking at it from the standpoint, man, that Cole literally 
Tyson. <laughs> Cole literally cost Dream his title. Yeah. I would think Dream would want some type of revenge at him. And, and, I, I and just, see, I and just to say, I'm one of those guys, I'm a triple crown. Well, he hasn't won the tag team to us, so I guess he can't. I, mean, I, I can see a match that. eventually happen, but I don't necessarily think he is going to win the title. You don't. Okay, so if they don't call him up, so okay, let's say they're not calling him up. Yeah. Is there a reason for him not to win the title? Hmm. Other than you be taking it off cold, but again, I'm not seeing it. I'm not okay. Strong just won the title, so they now just have all four type right. championships. So I don't see Cole losing it no time soon. Yeah. The next takeover isn't until November. November. Yeah. So if it's not November and it's not Royal Rumble, if Dream doesn't get called up, yeah, Dream Dream's not winning the I title. I think Dream would have won after Cole after what happened last night. Right. But now that they announced Riddle versus Dane will face Cole, mm. I think Dream goes up. Okay. All right. Cool. What? But what? I will say this: how you said. They're gonna face on the. They're gonna face Cole on the October second one, right? Mm, mm. Is that what's gonna happen? The winner of next week will face Cole on the premiere. On the premiere. Yeah. So then I could see in Dream, fight Cole at the pay per view, like face the, challenge him at the NXT pay per view, takeover at Survivor Series. If he's not called off, if he's not called up, mm. but I think it's fifty fifty on that. Mm-hmm. Now October second is. The premiere of AEW Dynamite, which you already know, they got a few good matches on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Their October 9th show, they announced the Young Bucks versus Private Party. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. All right. Cool. Tag team tournament, maybe. I mean, you got to establish tag team championships, and you haven't done that yet. You you established at least you're going to have a women's championship. We already got the AEW championship. We haven't figured out what they're going to call that middle championship yet. We know it's not going to be U.S. Yeah. I, uh, North you can't take North American. No. You can't take U.S. No. So could be television. That's I was thinking. I was thinking. Well, we, they better not go European. <laughs> television. It's crazy how. AEW, like, tag team wrestling, mm. like, I was talking to somebody out there, they're like, oh, who does AEW got tag team besides Lucha Bros and, uh... Yeah, they got lots and, of uh, tag you know, um, Young Bucks, <laughs> like and I said, well, yeah. they got SoCal and they're like, who's that? I'm like, Frank Kazarian, Christopher Daniel. Oh! I'm like, yes. Yeah. You got the best friends. The best like, friends. you got the jungle, teams, yeah. The jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus, and then, like, uh, Marco Stunt. Like, yeah, Black Order. Like, say... Say AEW's like, hey, one Tuesday night, no, one t- Wednesday night, mm-hmm. we're going to have the Lucha Brothers versus SoCal Uncensored. Mm. You're not going to be like, oh, man, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Right. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, that's that. Like, even watching Private Party on the pre-show, yeah, you're that, like, that was a real holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, kind of reminded me of the Street Profits a little bit, but, whew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, look, as far as AEW's concerned, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm ecstatic. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I can't wait to see what they're going to, what they're going to do. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm actually a little more excited about NXT just watching this previous show. <clears throat> I think, oh, excuse me. Triple H has got something up his sleeve. <laughs> And as long as Vince 
don't vince it up. You don't you don't Vinny Mac it up. Okay. Uh, we'll say this. I'm gonna record NXT mm. and watch AEW live, mm. but I will flip back and forth when there's a commercial. Oh yeah, I'm Just, watching AEW. It's gonna I'm, be I'm, a I'm, Monday Night War. It's gonna be a Wednesday yeah, Night War. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching AEW. Um, NXT will get the good. But DVR. the promotion that AEW's been getting, like on TNT, like. You turn on TNT, you watch like a show or a movie, you're getting they're AEW. Bring, they're bringing back yes. wrestling. I, and like even on USA yesterday when they showed the AEW. Now, when I was watching the football game, they were previewing SmackDown, the draft coming up. Right, on Fox, <laughs> which, yeah. Which yeah, is crazy. Like, like what they're pushing it, which I like. And that's the whole reason why it's kind of awesome we're doing this thing here. Because wrestling is back alive again. It's... It's not just WWE and a whole bunch of just small companies. You actually now got a small company that's making big waves, and they got big bank to follow up with you, and, and they paying out top dollar, and, and they got they don't have all the right pieces, but they got enough to start with. Right, and right. I'm excited, man, to, just to see competition again. You got the right veterans with the right with the right young talent, and and they're putting. Everyone's putting everyone over. Mm -hmm. right. And I think that's the one thing. Out of everything we've seen from AEW, everyone is getting over it, even when they lose. Cody, Cody took a loss, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. How did he end up? Well, he's the only one that's been fighting more one-on-ones. Yeah, I think, he I think the loss he took was in a, a tag match. I don't think he has yeah, a single loss. Bucks, yeah, they, yeah, they lost to the Young Bucks. Yeah. yeah, they, they, they lost to the Young Bucks, but... Because then they ended up beating them again. In the and he also time. said if he loses to Sammy Guevara, Guevara, he cannot face Jericho because yeah. of the point system. Right. Which is like, crazy. which makes it even more interesting. It's like, wow, you're actually you're actually going to go by wins. <laughs> yeah. You're not just going to tell us some damn story and say this guy, oh, because he's who he is, he's going to get the title shot. No, we're going to actually make some sense of this. We're actually going to make it a sport. Right. Okay. All right, I'm, 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 I, you got, me. I'm game. I yeah. want to see it. Let, let me hey, see how this works. You don't know how to use Pac. Okay. Show. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't know how to use a guy that you have called John Moxley. You already had him, and he's already established. Yeah, yeah sure. Because you let the other two guys win everything, but you want to make him a joke. No problem. You want to take your first, uh, first undisputed champion and make him really a true Hall of Famer? Yeah, let him go to another company. Well, no, not let him go. De treat not treat him with the respect he deserves, and watch him go to another company and make history again. Now this dude has won WCW, <laughs> WWE. You know what's funny? It reminds me of when Jericho said like, when he left WCW, mm -hmm. he came to WWE and was like, oh, you know, and he said like, he's like I felt bad for the guys that left WWE and went to WCW. Yeah. Now if it kind of feels like you leave WWE, you go to AEW, you're like oh, and that's and yeah and and. <laughs> I don't, but I don't think it's as bad. No. no, no it, it wasn't as bad as, like, he was spiteful of WCW. So, I don't think he's spiteful of WWE. He just understands because he's older. He He's put over enough people. I mean, Jericho, I mean, come on, man. This dude is 40-some years old. And he comes in with a scarf and a blue, a blue jean jacket and a list. And it's the most popular fucking thing ever. And it just gets over. And, and then now, he becomes best friends with Kevin Owens. And it's the best thing ever. They they even have a match. Friendship. Oh my God. And it, and it's that, that, that picture still. <laughs> that picture still. <laughs> like Jericho is just a genius. <laughs> and now he's on AEW. He's this Ric Flair kind of guy. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, still getting over this cold. Uh, he, he's this new Ric Flair kind of little bit of the bubbly. And, and oh my God. 
I just seen the Billie Jean little bit of the bubbly video, which the, the people are getting crazy with it. Oh, man, there's shirts. Oh, there's everything. But, I, I mean, there's actually like a three-minute video of Billie Jean music playing, and then every time it goes to beat it, it's a little bit of the bubbly, a little bit of the bubbly, and all this other stuff. Franchise, you look like you about to pass out, man. <laughs> so, I think we said more than enough. Yeah, that's, that's still crazy. Um... I'm excited, man, for wrestling. Wrestling's about to be fun again. Daryl then fell asleep on the couch. Jojo, Joseph then fell asleep on the floor. We got to get these guys home. It's nap time. They got school in the morning. <laughs> uh, Frank, any, any, any final thoughts, man, before we get out of here? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dinner with and Wrestling Podcast. It always, it was an honor and a privilege. I'm tired. I just woke up from my nap, but I woke up just for you to say this. So I'm about to say it quickly. It was an honor and a privilege for my tag team partners, Flawless Joy V, and my good brother, Tuco Kimbrough, a.k.a. K. Breathing. I am the 26-year-old piece of gold. That's why I counted. One, two, three, two, six. 26-year-old piece of gold. Dear Mathematics, BB. And that's the bottom line. Kidado Seto. Deuces. Deuces, man. Bro, that blue moon got me. The gray one says you can kiss his ass. <laughs>